Hi, this is Bex from Gareth's Random Ramblings. You're listening to The Robin Slim Show. Listener discretion is advised. In this corner, the devastating duo of mayhem, carnage, and absolute destruction, Rob and Slim! Listening to the Rob and Slim Show with Rob. Honey, I touched the kid. Slim. I'm a dirty kid touching. Internet radio's finest. They can't really dance, can't really dab, can't smoke weed and can't really dress, can't really bend shit, peanut butter, they cannot invent it, can't steal a Porsche, cannot sit on the porch, can't pay the bills with no job, can't sell a kid some coke, oh baby, why people can't even say nigga, can't do things black eyes could do at all can't ride up smoking two blunts in some ghetto with mcwiddles They cannot be racist, can't not be racist Can't Netflix and can't get sex Not good at texting White people can't get an erection Got stupid culture White bread with mayo Whites can steal a Volvo White men cannot jump Oh baby White people can't even say nigga Can't do shit Black eyes could do it all What the fizzle? They can't check on the fruit pie. This oven's a convention. Can't cook shit in the kitchen. Oh no. They can't check off on some guy. Can't wear some fucking sketchers. Get you with some hood bitches. Ooh, baby. White people can't even say nigga. They lose it. Cause white people can't say other shit either, either, not just 
This is Summer Smith, and you're listening to the Robin Slim Show. Booyah, boona. Who's this, your freaking mother? Let's go while we're young. Come inside that fucking bitch. <laughs> I like what you got. Good job. Good job. Nice. Everybody on that intro. What the fuck's going on? Not much, not much, what? man. That's it? I'm eating some um, some chicken thighs. Oh. Yeah, in, in a buffalo Did you get the new, uh, the new, uh, everyone's talking about the new McDonald things. They're like, I, it seems like they're just like chicken selects drenched in like barbecue sauce or something. Really? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, but that's their new thing. Chicken selects and barbecue sauce. I forget what they're called. They got another stupid name for them, but oh my God. And it's, I guess getting about the time we can start talking about hobo kindness because hobo Jesus came back the other night. Oh, really? Dead. Okay. Well, I saw him a few months ago and I'm like, where you been, dude? Like, he was all right. Yeah. Towards the end and uh, she called handling my shit. Okay, you were in jail. You're in jail, bro. Yeah, <laughs> you were hiding, hiding or something. So uh, the other night, oh yeah, okay, yeah, hobo kindness just for everybody. From Thanksgiving to New Year's, you got to be nice to hobos because it could be Jesus undercover or uh, or Santa. Slambo wasn't nice last year and had a mediocre holidays, and uh, he got spit on by his hobo. <laughs> my mind came bearing menthol cigarettes on my birthday, so like I did the right thing, I think. Like the key is, you gotta do whatever the hobo wants. You gotta flayed him. You gotta shoot up with them. Whatever. Yeah. You gotta do whatever. You give him your wallet, your purse, whatever, because it could be one of them undercover. And if you if you're bad, you, you, if you're shitty to the hobo, you get a shitty Christmas. Mm. And then if you trick, and, and you're nice until Christmas. But then you're shitty before New Year's. Then you get like cancer AIDS or oh, wow. cancer AIDS, which is why Slambo wasn't here for six months. He got to rest <laughs> yeah. up and take like medicines and shit. I know what he's up to. I know what the fuck he's up to. And that's why Hobo Jesus is back, by the way, because he knows Slambo. He knows. Around. He's ready for the CDA. Yeah, he's keeping <laughs> an eye. He's like, I got to keep an eye. So, uh, yeah, this motherfucker again. Yo, man, you got a light? I'm like, yeah, here you go. And then proceeds... To have an open can of beer in his hand, he's like, yo, I've been on this a minute, bro. I want you to have some. And he's drinking out of it. I'm like, no, I'm laughing because this is so ridiculous. I'm like, no, this dude. This hobo spit on And he's just standing and it looks like he's, like, getting ready to get pissed. Like, he's fucking, like, getting, like, worked up about this shit. Oh, you yeah, want to some of this? And, like, I'm still laughing a few times, a few uh, dozen times. I'm like, and finally he goes, I'm not going to give you your lighter back if you don't take some of this love. And then I'm, I'm basically just like giving him a look right now. I'm just like ready to walk away. And he goes, you don't want some? And I said, no, I don't. <laughs> and he goes, okay. And he gives my lighter back. I walks away. <laughs> but then like a few nights later, yo, man, you got a cigarette? I'm on the phone with Ryder in my driveway. And I'm just like, no, I don't. And he just kept walking. Like, I fucking, what, what do you think? <laughs> After that other thing, like, <laughs> fuck. Can't just leave me the fuck alone. I don't know if you can't leave me alone. Just, I had some asshole too the other day. Just on the way to work, in a shitty, like, 92 Oldsmobile or something, with stupid little dog in the back, douchebag just, like, speeds up to cut in front of me and, like, go into where I was going. And so, he fucking, I think I flipped him off. I at least flipped him off. I know that. And uh, so I get up to the stop sign, and he's turning the other way. He's got his window down. He's moving his mouth. And I rolled mine down. I said, what? He goes, what are you looking at? I go, nothing, asshole. What do you want? And he just goes, 
I'm gonna what do you say? I'm gonna break your face off or something? And I just started laughing. I said, No, you're not, off. you're not breaking anything, you fat douchebag. I said, oh, and then I just started mocking him. I'm gonna break your face off. And then he just he just drove away. He just drove away. It's like, what the fuck? What the fuck, man? Why can't people just fuck off? God damn it. Keep driving your shitty 92 white fucking Oldsmobile like a shithead. That's all I, I, all I can tell you. You're doing the right thing. And then at the same night as Hubble Jesus, like midnight, I heard a pop. I'm like, God, oh, that's a fucking tire just got slashed. So I went outside and I smelled a skunk. So I'm like, maybe I was a skunk spraying the noise. But then I, I walked into the street and yeah, a tire is hissing. Like it's leaking air. It was my neighbor's wow. across the street. And I'm like, fuck, maybe. I'm thinking maybe... He like patched it or something, like plugged it, oh, okay. and it got old and it just popped like on its own. But then the next morning, like people up and down my street, all standing outside, and there's cops just walking up and down. I guess like the motherfucker like slashed a whole bunch of tires all the way up. Cause I went out, I didn't see nobody. Nobody was outside. Like I went out like a minute after it happened. But uh, but uh, yeah, yeah. I guess this motherfucker just slashed people's tires the whole way up the fucking Holy road. Shit. What a shithole! Yeah. What a shithole! Way to go! Way to go! Who was ever uh, buying them up, buying up all the houses, and uh, renting them out of Section Eights? Because that's really making it a lot better. It's making that town a lot better, buddies. God damn! It's been I getting really I, I, fucking trashy, bro. I bet the the tower tire slasher was actually Hobo Jesus because mm. he was just so pissed that you wouldn't take his beer. I think so. Like, I'll show him. But he it was like up this whole street. But it was like Passover. Like he, <laughs> he didn't get my my uh, family's cars. Maybe because I don't know pig's blood on the ceiling. I don't know what you do. I don't know how we do a Hobo Jesus. But uh, then that would last night, which was the night after. Like every hour, dude. These cops are fucking. The one cop like saw me that morning. He's just really nice to me. He just asked me how yeah. I was doing and shit. And uh, every hour, the cops are going up and down the street with like spotlights on and shit. So they were on that shit. So that's good. What that's a good. shitty thing to do. You're oh. just walking down the road. You're like this tire and this tire. Right? How was he picking them? Like yeah. And like I said, I went out like a minute later, I, and I think I was just being loud. Like what the fuck's going on? Like what? What fucking scumbag is doing this shit? And yeah, nobody was around. So. I don't know, the motherfucker must have did it and ran, and yeah, it kept going down. Like, maybe I should have called right then and there, but I feel, like I said, it was the one that I knew. Like, yeah. And like I said, uh, Tim, I don't even think he's my neighbor whose car it was. He, he's not even driving it. It doesn't, he's going to junk it. Like, he already got another car. Like, so that's another thing. Like, yeah, joke's on you. It sucks for everyone else that had to replace tires, yeah. but at least that car, he's not even using. Like, he's going to junk in a few weeks or something. So, good. But uh, did you, you still haven't seen the second fully coolie? No, I still I haven't seen the first one. Well, I mean, oh, I guess the second, the no, 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 I saw the first one. I meant the oh. uh, the newest one. Oh my god, um, I, they have officially ruined it. I think I'm totally. Oh, really? like, I'm still gonna watch just because it's fully coolie. But yeah, dude, like I said, it was like it's all girls, and it was like I'm like, oh, is this gonna be all girl power? Yeah, last week was about a fucking fashion show. Oh, uh, no. and they had to help the one girl make the dresses to win the fashion show, and it was like, what? The, what are you doing? Like, oh, I, oh my god. Oh my god, it's it's miserable, miserable shit. Ugh. Yeah, it just it doesn't make any sense too because I I what was so great about the first Fully Coolie was that it was like this young boy coming of age story, and that you can't moderately like, offensive and yeah. all the right ways and and perverse. Even the second season definitely held that held that. This one has a little like a little of it all, but it's just not enough. It's just not enough. And I'm thinking, okay, maybe there's gonna be a badass robot fight at the end which is how they'll normally redeem an episode whatever and no nothing, nothing nothing at all i think uh haruko or somebody hit the girl in the head and like this little it was like 
Lord Conti, the with the TV on his face. It Look was kind of like him, and it was just the head. And then Haruka runs in and just kills it right away. Right away, it was nothing. It was so dumb, so dumb. And I guess this one, the second one had the irons as well. Remember the big iron irons? Right. Yeah. They the second had, like, one had that as well. On this yeah. one has pins, so I guess it's pinning the town down. Like these huge pins will drop out of the oh, out of the okay. sky. It is, it's okay, but yeah, no, it's like, oh, I don't know, I don't know. I think they've officially fucking ruined it. But I'm all caught up on God of War. It's fucking amazing. Watched like the most recent one a couple nights ago with Ryder. It's fucking so good. So good. When are you going to watch it, asshole? Game of Thrones? Yeah. Okay, you said God of War. Game of Thrones. God of War, same thing. All right. Same thing. Um, Eventually, I got I to gotta finish Sopranos. I'm like towards the oh. end of that. And then I'll do some uh, Game of Thrones. That's the wrong move, bro. Does uh, Sopranos have midgets? Yeah, I think it does. Wait, Does it have dragons? No. No, it doesn't have Does dragons. it have incest? No. See, you're missing it everything. You made you're, you made the wrong choice. But it has friend. Italian mobsters. And a lot of, like, boring dialogue, right? Yeah. Because yeah. that's what I remember last week when I was here. I was like, yeah, this is why I never watch the show, because it's just way too much talking. Like, oh, it's kind of brutal. Kinda I mean, brutal. it's a lot of, like, it is, uh, like, about kind of like he's a mobster but he's also just a normal guy Family trying to guy, live yeah, yeah. Trying to well yeah these i don't want a normal guy i want a motherfucker <laughs> i want a bitch riding a dragon that could be set on fire and, and still be fine i want a midget that just does great midget shit <laughs> just what is great midget shit just the greatest midget shit you'll ever fucking imagine <laughs> i don't uh, i can't imagine great midget shit I want like a big I don't, lesbian what do, what do chick that's just so do? big and badass brianna tarth and uh and just some badass motherfucker and like a guy fucking his sister like Jamie, it's fucking great shit, but it's great. Yeah, no, the characters are all amazing. Like, and it, at the the last episode, it's like they all were together, like people that hated each other, trying to kill each oh, other, okay. and shit like that. And they're all together. It's just amazing. It's amazing. Well, it spans over like several different like kingdoms, right? Isn't that? Yeah, and Arya is the best fucking shit ever. The one, the one girl, one of the Stark girls. She's fucking. I loved her since the first episode. She just gets better. Is like one of them a dragon or has a dragon or... Yes, one of them is a talking dragon that does... Yeah, uh, that's what I figured. (laughs) Sings and dances with a... uh, What's that? Like a cane. (laughs) Okay. It's amazing. And a monocle and a top hat. Yeah. Yeah, I see that. It's the best. (laughs) Yeah, I said one of them has dragons. (laughs) And now one of them is a zombie dragon. Spoiler alert. Oh, zombie dragon. Yeah, yeah. Also, zombies. That's what I'm saying. There's zombies, motherfucker. You're missing out on all the shit. Fucking zombies. The White Walkers. They're they're fucking creepy as fuck. Creepy as fuck. Are they like like Walking Dead zombies or no? Like they're like demon zombies. Oh, badass, and they're like really fat, really like insane, like hard to kill. There's one that like controls all of them. He's like the zombie king lord. Oh, it's awesome. The White Walker, yeah, he, like, created... I forget who created them, too. There's, like, spirits and... Or whatever, these witches, and they created them for some reason, but they just got way out of control. Yeah, I'll have to start watching it, because oh, I, I think did, I always stay, stayed away from it, because I just thought it was, like, real political. Like, that's... I just kind of figured it was just, like... A, oh, like, yeah, there's a lot of Bernie and, Williams. There's a lot of uh, yeah, Bernie Sanders was, commercials yeah. in them. There's a lot of... Rob and Slim Show. Hey, it's uh, it's Mike Sicoli. Hey, What's up, guys? Uh, I was just watching. I saw you guys were talking about uh, Walking Dead. Hey, oh, we were talking about, yeah, Thrones. we were actually talking about Game of Thrones. Yeah, Rob's been uh, yeah, watching yeah, Game, Game of, of Thrones. Thrones. Someone mentioned Walking Dead. Do you guys watch that show? Yes. Are you, are you still fans of it? Yeah, I have I've thought it was all right. Slim yeah, reads I, the comic I, books. Yeah, I got to give up on that show after, like, the second season. 
Why is that? Because like I, I was excited about the zombies and shit, and then they're all just now they just walk through the woods for the last <laughs> six seasons. They've been in They're a prison. Just through the woods. They got a town. I can't, I, the zombies aren't the problem anymore. It's just the fucking assholes in the world. Yeah, then why they don't they do just it. call it like Detroit? <laughs> <laughs> that's next season. You know, it's, that's and uh, I don't know. Like, there's, there's just these shows that I've been watching. I don't know how people still watch them, like Grey's Anatomy. That one I never. I, I don't never even know what that out. is. Yeah, I never checked Dude, that out. More doctors die in that hospital than fucking patients. <laughs> Wow, you know There's that one like I didn't six check. Plane crashes <laughs> into the hospital. I just don't understand it. But I, I'm excited about this next season of Game of Thrones. Oh, dude, isn't it the best? Like Slim's never seen it, but it's it's so good, so good. Oh yeah, you definitely gotta. When I, I first watched it, like, I mean, when it first came out, and I was like, I can't do this because <laughs> just the first the first three episodes, I was like, God, this is boring. I, it and wasn't like, boring. You know, I was just confused with a lot. I was like, what is, who's this? Yeah, dude. What's this? It's a I lot didn't of know ones. anybody's name till like now. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Now, now I'm like way into it. Yeah. I think even sometimes I still forget names too because they don't always say their names. Yeah, yeah so there's still I. sometimes I'm like, wait. The what's... bald guy, the bald guy, he's like a eunuch and he knows all like the little birds. Oh, I still don't Varys. Know name he is, is amazing. That, yeah. The best it. was when it showed yeah. that he still had the guy that castrated him like as and he's right, torturing right. him there's one scene where he's like yeah like he's opens his closet and he's like yeah this is the yeah, guy yeah. that did it's it like to me it's crate. Like, and he's like this is the guy who chopped off my team yeah. <laughs> and he's just keeping now, him there to torture shit yeah yes <laughs> it is crazy it's amazing are they dude. they're ending it or are they going they're on their last season last or? season's coming this in the last season 2019 right right mike yeah and it's uh it's a uh, short like there's six episodes, I think, but they're all like a feature length. All oh, about yeah. a little over an hour, hour and a half. Yes, yes. Exactly. But it should be good, man. Yeah. What have you been up to, Definitely Mike? Definitely give it a shot. I don't know, man. Just a lot of, a lot of shows, a lot of gigs coming up. And I said, I want, I want to come in soon and visit you guys. I mean, I've been watching a couple since you guys have been on, so cool. interested in coming in maybe cool, one man. day. Definitely, we'll set it I, up, dude. I think you deserve Absolutely, some. Man. You deserve some kind of reward because you're probably dude. the first person who's called and actually <laughs> added to the conversation. I can't tell you how many times oh, people yeah. just call and they're like, "Hey, I'm calling to say hi," and that's like why I'm always like, "Oh, what's gonna happen <laughs> now?" But yeah, uh, no, I, no, dude. TV and movie, you and you guys talk about that. I'm, I'm all about it. I'll, I'll, I'll add to the conversation if I can. Awesome, dude. When, yeah, when are you performing again? Um, I'm performing the 28th of September in uh, Hamilton for the Hamilton Fire Department, and I'll be in uh, the South Brooklyn Foundry on uh, October 3rd. Awesome, brother. Keep in touch. Yeah, definitely, man. Keep it up, guys. You too, man. It's amazing. Yes, no, I was like, oh my God. Yeah, it's already like, like, tell us they're getting married. <laughs> or tell us they're going to their nephew's bar mitzvah. Yeah, like that's the thing. Like, wait. Yeah, it says call in, but call to add to conversation. Yeah. That was awesome. I think, yeah, David's done it once, like called to add to a conversation. David, the producer, like, yeah, no. And then everyone else is like, hey, I'm it says call. Yeah. Yeah. People would say hi, guys. <laughs> uh, Ryder said, if, if you get confused, watching Game of Thrones, message her and she'll help explain it. Right. Yeah, that's like he was saying, like, yeah, the first few, it's like, wow. It's like, what's going on? It's, like I said, he said it, like, boring. I didn't find any of it boring, but it's just so much, so many characters, like, it's, it's hard. Like I said, like we're saying still, like, still sometimes I forget. I'll be like, yeah. Ryder, what's his name again? Like, I, I just can't remember. I'm pretty sure in the books, it's just, like, pages of names. Mm. Like, I think there's chapters, yes. like, it's just several just... 
It's going to list entire kingdoms and everybody in that kingdom. <laughs> yeah, I think so. <laughs> what else is going on? What else you got going on, Slim? What are you doing for Halloween? Really. Um, it's October next week. Yeah, that's fucking crazy. Maybe getting ready for this feel shit. like October. Got to be putting razor blades and apples and shit. Yeah. Like all the, like all the creeps around here do. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. I, I, I don't think I'm gonna dress up for Halloween. I don't know. It's just, oh, it's I didn't mean, think you like, were. You're a yeah. grown man. I didn't. See. Yeah, I don't know. So oh no, that's right. You do go to. People, uh, I, uh, I, I went to like comic and stuff. I, I don't know. People <laughs> our age still like dress up. Like they'll throw what? parties. And oh, you ever for, like, go or, or like to go to bars and dress up? You know, stuff like that. Oh. But. No. So just silly. Yeah, yeah, maybe. I don't know. I don't know. I'm gonna be Negan for uh, Halloween. Just... So this is you saying uh, you're going uh, to be dressing yeah. up? No. Great. <laughs> I can't do Negan. <laughs> be the weakest. You'd be like Rick. No, no, in the sun, Carl. Yeah, yeah, I can like do Carl. Carl. Yeah, but oh, I gotta look. be realistic. I need Slambo to actually like take my eye out mm. with a fork. Yeah, well, if he didn't have cancer aids, he could do it. Fucking jerk off. I'm <laughs> getting that guy back. Next year? Yeah, pretty much. Soon, uh, yeah, probably. Uh, what is it, usually November? He'll, he'll show up like he's maybe hiding for out, a day waiting in for a hobo Jesus to go away. <laughs> yeah. But he waits a couple extra months because he's really paranoid after getting spit on. That was Slambo's comedy tour in uh, Philly last year. I loved it. Was that it was one like, show we brought it up like 19 times. I think so, yeah. Three or four for the one guest. And I like that we were like <laughs> just spun it the whole time. Like he was doing stand-up and this hobo came up. He's just like, no, the story is this. And he kept changing the story oh, every the story time he, he said it, too. One time, he, there were a SWAT team and shit yeah. that like took the, the the guy out, the hobo out. It was shit. like originally it happened in the middle of the city. <laughs> and then it happened like on a train. Day Night, night time, yeah, it just it was all over the place. It was an epic fucking ride <laughs> of epic proportions. It was great. It was just like normally, just like it happens to him all the time. He gets spit on by hobos, and he couldn't figure out like which story to tell us. Because that it, it was like so uh, every time he goes to Philly, there's always like he just always has a problem going to Philly for some reason. <laughs> Philly's got it out for him. Oh. But it does, like, it doesn't everybody hate him? Like, didn't you get pulled over once with him? And the cops yeah. were, like, laughing with you and you were doing, like, card tricks. And they were, like, <laughs> beating him and, like, searching him. Yeah. And that's so. always been, even, like, when we were, like, uh, when we were kids and we would walk at, at night together. Because what me and Slambo did. We walked at, like, midnight, walk around. He would always get stopped. Like, they wouldn't just talk to me, up. but, like, cops would just pull over. Oh, and would just accuse him of, like, having weapons on him or... <laughs> Yeah. What has he done that we don't know think, that he's being watched for? I think he just looks like a terrorist. I think that's just what it comes down to. And a white supremacist. And he a really white supremacist. does. He looks like a combination of both. <laughs> like the worst combination the of combo. things ever. <laughs> that's him. He's the combo. He's the number. A white supremacist <laughs> and a terrorist. <laughs> like a Muslim terrorist. Yeah. Who hates minorities. <laughs> yeah. But he Makes is sense. one. It's a very, it's it's a torn character. He's got a lot of inner conflict. This Lamborghini. <laughs> and he's also trying to go to school or something. I don't know. <laughs> For I don't know. Yeah. He stinks. I think we're going to break. All right. Fuck him. Maybe he'll be back. Maybe we'll be back. Maybe we won't. Hey guys, it's Ryder Doll. I know what you're thinking. With all the porn out there, who's looking for phone sex? Well, I'll tell you who. Tens of thousands of totally normal guys just like you who felt lonely or, you know, and needed something different to get them off. 
So whether you're curious how to make me your hot little fuck toy for the night, or you're absolutely desperate to make me your girlfriend, check me out on riderdoll.com. That's R-Y-D-E-R-D-O-L-L.com. Click the tab for deals and promotions. And just for hearing me on the Robin Slim Show, I'm going to hook you up with some free minutes to use in our first call. So what are you waiting for? Hit pause on the porn and visit me on riderdoll.com. I can't wait to make you blow a huge load and to blow your fucking mind. (laughs) Are you looking to spice things up in the bedroom? Been fantasizing about surprising your lover with an adventurous new toy or adult movie? Well, here's an offer you won't be able to resist. Go to adamandeve.com and for a limited time only, you'll get 50% off just about any item. But that's not all. Oh, no. When you select your one item at 50% off, you'll also receive three free adult DVDs for a little inspiration. Plus, a free extra gift so sensual, we can't mention it on the radio. And to top it all off, we'll even throw in free shipping on your entire order. And no, we're not teasing. So check out adamandeve.com today for this special offer. Get 50% off one item when you type ROB for the offer code upon checkout. When you do, you'll get three free DVDs, a free extra gift, and free shipping. Just use offer code ROB, R-O-B, ROB, at adamandeve.com. Hello, yes, hello. This is Prince Charles, and if I have to listen to any more of this show, I'm going to eat my own face. We'll be right back. You got Tris Sings. Yep. Nice. Got Tris Sings and too many rapes. I think we'll watch that uh, Stephen Colbert clip. That shit cracked me up earlier. It's, uh, what's his name? That plays Thanos? Oh, Josh Brolin. Reading uh, Trump tweets as oh, Thanos. That's ama- oh, that's amazing. <laughs> oh, so wow. Great. And he is just such a great interview. I want to see the previous one because they said how crazy it was. Colbert said it's the most insane interview he ever did. It's That's really awesome. Really yeah, Brolin's good. cool. It's, it's crazy because yeah, he did he did hilarious. Thanos and then like Cable and Deadpool like almost. Yes, back that's to what back. he said. And he said he was like fat for the one, and then Colbert was like, "I'm surprised how fast you got into shape for that one." He said he was he was like ripped compared to. He said he yeah, was really crazy. overweight for the other one. Yeah, because they came out like almost like back to back, like wow. maybe a month apart. Crazy, crazy. Where's the the Driz sings the hits? Here we go. You got it up. Yep. And now it's time for Driz Sings the Hits. We start that. What is that? Kaya? 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 Kia. 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 Let me see. Let me go back to 65. Cool. There we go. And now it's time for Driz Sings the Hits. My neck, my back, Kia. All you ladies pop y'all pussy like this. Shake your body, don't stop, don't miss. All you ladies pop y'all pussy like this. Shake your body, don't stop, don't miss. Just do it, do it, do it, do it, do it, do it now. Lick it good. Suck this pussy just like it should. Right now, lick it good. Suck this pussy just like you should. My neck, 
My back. Lick <laughs> Lick my pussy and my crack. My neck. My back. Lick my pussy and my crack. My neck. My back. Lick my pussy and my crack. My neck. My back. Lick my pussy and my crack. My neck. My back. Lick my pussy and my crack. First you gotta put your neck into it. I don't stop. Just do it. Do it. Then you roll your tongue from the <laughs> song. <laughs> from the crack. Back to the front. Then yeah. Suck it. All till I shake and come, nigga. Make sure I keep busting nuts, nigga. All over your face and stuff. Slow your head. Show me so much love. The best head comes from a thug. The dick gun. Thick, big, and long. Slow thumping. <laughs> Till the crack of dawn. On the X. Making faces and stuff. Through the night. Making so much love. That is dead sleep. When the sun comes up. So lick it now. Lick it good. Lick this pussy just like you should. Come on. Right now. Lick it good. Lick this pussy just like you should. My neck. My back. Lick my pussy and my crack. My neck. My back. Lick my pussy and my crack. You might roll dubs. You might have G's. But fuck that nigga. Get on your knees. A bitch like me moans and screams. Thug misses. Know what I mean? At the club so fresh. So clean. Hoes hate. And niggas watching me. So hot in the line. On cream. With a unit on my face. So mean. I gotta pick which nigga I need to suck a thug. Nigga satisfy me. You try me? I'll make you see. You bitches ain't got shit on me. So lick it now. Lick it good. Lick this pussy just like you should. Come on. Right now. Lick it good. Lick this pussy just like you should. My neck, my back. Lick my pussy and my crack. My neck, my back. Lick my pussy and my crack. Do it now. Lick it good. Suck this pussy just like you should. Right now. Lick it good. Suck this pussy just like you should. My neck. My back. Lick my pussy and my crack. Then you roll your tongue. From the crack back to the front. My neck. My back. Then you suck it all till I shake and come, nigga. Make sure I keep busting nuts, nigga. Then you roll your tongue. From the crack back to the front. My neck, my back. Then ya suck it all till I shake and come, nigga. Lick my pussy and my crack. <laughs> Make sure I keep busting nuts, nigga. My neck, my back. Lick my pussy and my crack. My neck, my back. Lick my pussy and my crack. My neck, my back. <laughs> Lick my pussy and my crack. My neck, my back. Lick my pussy and my crack. Yeah. Yo, I love it when my pussy gets licked and plucked, <laughs> and when you roll your tongue like that. Yeah. Ryder said she's dying. <laughs> she said that uh, the forest, the what? children of the forest created the the uh, those White Walkers. Oh, uh, They're okay. like these crazy, like yeah, fucking weird creatures that live in the fucking woods. Oh my god, that shit was fun. <laughs> oh my god. Great, great song. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, damn.
<clears throat> Where's uh, too many rapes? I'm lost in rapes. This is a good one. Did you read it? Nope. God damn. You got it, dude? Yep. Nice. All right. Too many rapes. Uh, lost in rapes. Deep in Uranus. Captain Tubestakes, I've located the next trilithium crystal. <laughs> uh, that's my girl. Is it in your anus, baby? That's right, Frankie. You're so smart. It's back in the Milky Way, deep in Uranus. I've equipped the loser's ship with mining tools for the expedition. Uh, fuck, I thought I got everything out of my asshole at my last colonic. <laughs> oh, Frankie, you're too much, baby. Lost in rapes. After decimating up the Too Many Rapes Penitentiary, the city of Rapesville, and the entire planet Earth, a giant beam of light shot Frankie Tube Stakes, Doc Rapenstein, Brian Rioni, The Driz, The Warden, Daxter Coxman, and the teenage mutant ninja gerbils up into a UFO, hovering above where the planet once stood. This is their one and only chance to fix everything. They are lost in rapes. Too Many Rapes is filmed in front of a live studio audience. Daxter, Phantom, Bona, and Brian report to the bridge for the mission's briefing. Uh, hey, you fuckers. This mission's in Uranus. You're gonna have to dig deep in Uranus for this one because it's deep in Uranus. But, Captain, do we really have time for our mining expedition in Uranus? Couldn't we just find an easier planet to get a crystal? <laughs> Shut the fuck up, junkie. Once you get inside the ring, it'll be smooth sailing. Now, suit up and ship out. <laughs> the three idiots arrive on Uranus. The spaceship's equipped with their smaller ship with a sweet drilling mine car. They get it ready to drive onto the planet's surface, but notice something odd about the cockpit. Yeah, what the fuck, guys? Why are there only two seats? I guess I'll stay back here and guard the ship. Yeah. Oh, fuck no, you asshole. Your stupid ghost dick always gets hard when you're near the crystal. You have to go. I'll stay behind. But, Doctor, since you're a doctor, we need you if anyone needs medical attention. And I'm not staying behind. I'm a junior cadet in training. I can't let the captain down. One of us can sit on someone's lap. <laughs> Well, I only like man-ass if it's in a coma, so you two can sit together. Yo, yo, yo. I got shotgun on the seat. Yeah. Okay, I'll sit on your lap for the mission. As the three imbeciles drill into the planet's surface and proceed into it, Phantom Bona bursts out with a dope-ass freestyle. 
Yeah, I'm going deep. Yeah. Yeah, I'm going so deep. You know what I'm going deep in? Your anus. That's right, motherfucker. I'm drilling in your anus. I'm gonna drill so deep, I'm gonna hit molten lava in your anus. Because it's fucking molten lava in your anus. That's why it burns. Or maybe you got an STD or something. Yeah. Fucking drilling deep. Yeah. Real deep. Yeah. In your anus. That's right. I'm drilling into your anus. I'm gonna drill so hard, I'm gonna come out the other side. Yeah. I might pop your dick off. Yeah. I'm gonna drill right through your anus and pop your dick off. Yeah. Or something like that. Holy fuck, I didn't think that shitty song was ever gonna stop. As soon as Daxter thought his ears were getting a break, Brian starts screaming in excruciating pain. Ah, fuck! We must be near the crystal! Phantom Boner's imaginary cock is huge, and it's tearing my anus apart! <laughs> yeah, it's, it's right there. Good job, Phantom Boner. I'll get out and grab it, and we'll get back to the ship. Brian, this cockpit is too small, though, for Phantom Boner to pull out his raging heart on out of, out of Uranus. You'll have to stay there like that until we get back. Okay, Doc. That's too many rapes. <laughs> that, was, that was awesome. Yeah, I was like, thinking last week, I'm like, oh, my God, what can I do? Like, serious plot line, like, you know, in depth plot line. I'm like, oh, I could just, Uranus is a planet. I could have... 50 Uranus jokes. <laughs> yeah. And I thought that was great. That's what I liked about it because it was short, it was like simple, it had like a great punchline to it. I, I don't know. I fucking love that episode. <laughs> oh my God. I love the Driz songs. I love the spaceship and Frankie. She didn't even know. The writer hadn't even read the rest of the script. She only read her lines, so she didn't know what she was responding to. She said she was fucking dying at the end. That was so good. Deep in Uranus. Ah, uh, yeah, I guess we'll watch that clip. Brolin, okay. you said, is his name? Yeah, Josh Brolin. Josh Brolin, yeah, it's uh, it's an interview with, uh, with Stephen Colbert. And at the end, he reads, uh, he, he reads Trump, Trump tweets as Thanos. What the fuck? Sorry, I'm trying to mute No, it. that's fine. Always a dumb ad. I think an ad will play oh my like God, it just, 30 I, seconds into it. Because I was trying to open it. I, I, oh, I mean, not trying to stop it. I opened it? like 10 fucking Ten ads. <laughs> ads. Um, okay, who gives a shit? Um... So yeah, play it until uh, the arm wrestling, and then after the arm wrestling, skip to nine minutes and forty seconds. Okay. <clears throat> it's almost over. It's one of those ads you can't skip. One day. Learn how oh yeah, your you your video uh, will play after the ad. They're usually shorter, but they still good suck. Good to see you again. Do you know what I just thought when I watched that trailer? How to define good acting is acting while you're eating. Because if you notice <laughs> in the little thing that you saw, I'm eating the whole time. So, like, we could have an interview where we're just going, so, Josh, tell me how are things going? And I go, it's going really good. <laughs> That's great acting. Can we get this guy, uh, can we get this guy some food, please? Just like a little, some hummus Seriously, and chips or something? Do we have? A little hummus and chips. Bring some like food that? in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll show you. I'm going to test your acting chops in just a minute. Thanks. It's really you funny. Know, uh, I've never last seen time you were here, anything before. Uh, you... <laughs> You, we had a good time. We had, we a, good had, time. We had, we had a very, very good, good time. time. It was one of the wilder interviews I've ever done. Seriously, that you've ever done? I find oh, you a I've, very I've dangerous human being. I'm a dangerous human <laughs> yeah, being? Yeah, a dangerous comedian, which I enjoy thoroughly. Well, you're like, a I'm not even guest. sure if you have your pants on right now. What? <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> well, I think we got your shirt off last time you were here. Yeah. I got to watch that interview. You weren't as buff as you are right now. <laughs> Come on. What? <laughs> Show his nipples. 
<laughs> I didn't do that last time. See, every time you're on. Your chest here? You want some? Go for it. Draw a sharp chest hair with a sharp. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. There you go. Any food? food? Food's coming. Food's coming. Here, bring the food out. Bring the food out. Well, listen. Yeah, let's bring it out here. Let's do Thank you very much. Let's do a scene There's together. <laughs> Pretzels. Let's do a scene together. Pretzels. You go. Okay. You go first. Okay. Oh, look. Okay, ready? So, now, just um, start the scene. Just do any scene. Any scene? <laughs> I knew it was you, Fredo. You didn't know it was me, and I'm not Fredo. <laughs> no, no, I did pretty And, and, scene. <laughs> That's Improv 101, my friend. I got to tell you, I saw improv how nervous you got. I saw how nervous you got when I said do a scene. Not that it's me, but just acting in general. But you killed it, man. <laughs> you killed it. Thank you. Thank you. Would you like some water? No, no I'm OK. As he's <laughs> taking the glass away, the mug away, I love it. There you go. It's like I'm in a desert right now. Dude. Sure. <laughs> well, this, people are calling this the summer of Brolin. Because mm. you got you got the Deadpool, your Cable and Deadpool, mm -hmm. your your Thanos, <laughs> your Thanos and the Avengers. Is that okay? Is that all right? Oh, that's not water. No, I got it. I got it. I got it. Now, uh, and now you got uh, Sicario. You got Sicario here. Very well, lucky. You, you know, you 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 are clearly clearly driven, dedicated actor, and you're a driven, dedicated uh, lifter. I saw how jacked you got to play Cable. I did. And remember when I was here, I was fat. <laughs> you say it's not you were a derogatory no, word. You say you were fat. I, I was. It was just a lot of Brolin to love. Dude. <laughs> we arm wrestled back then. You remember we did. that? We did. We did. Want to do it again? If you want. Let's try it again. <laughs> All right. So I was. <laughs> I was. I was 240 then. You were 240. Yeah, and I'm 200 now. So together we're like a brutal 310. Okay, you ready? <laughs> <laughs> Grab this right here. Okay, uh, so on three. One, two, three, go. Okay. I remember when I did this last time, my hips looked that big. <laughs> but I'm going to do it again. Mm -hmm. Ready? Okay. Seriously, Ready? look uh -huh. me in the eye. Look me in the pupil. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it's a psychological element. <laughs> Don't laugh. Ready? <laughs> Ready? One. What was that? I'm getting my elbow. <laughs> Okay. I gotta free up the arm, baby. Right. I gotta know. free up you the. the I gotta free up the. You did this last time. It's a full distraction okay. technique, and I'm not buying it, pal. Here we go. One. Two, Here we go. Three, one tenor. Two. Go. Oh, God. <laughs> it hurts so much. I don't know what to do. God. Oh no. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I literally, my labrum just went. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like callous. This is like 9 4. There it is. I'm not doing that. Yeah. I got would paid you, for it. Would you, would you be willing to read some of Trump's tweets as Thanos? Trump's tweets? Trump's tweets. One, two, three. One, two, three. One, two, three. Yeah, the, yeah, yeah, yeah one, I got that it. one and that one. I got it. This is like, one. look, now it's like Grandpa Thanos. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, now it Thanos. It would seem. No, sorry. Now, now, and now uh, Thanos, the Mad Titan, will read Donald Trump's tweets. <laughs>
It would seem very hard to obstruct justice for a crime that never happened. Witch hunt. President of the United States on my first try. I think that would qualify not as not smart, but genius. <laughs> and a very stable genius at that. <laughs> wow. That's, that's very Thanos. <laughs> and of course, let's, let's, let's bring it home. MAGA. <laughs> Sicario, Day of the Soldado is in theaters June 29th. The man is Josh Brolin, everybody. I guess real quick, too, go to that first World Star video I have in there. It's the guy, it says he's on uh, that K2 shit, which is like that spice shit. What? But in it, they say, the guys are saying fentanyl, so I don't know what this dude is on, bro. This is fucking, like, yeah, it's, it's, it's disturbing. Look how fucked up this guy is. He's tripping on K2, it says, and when he hears sirens, he tries to get away. His pants are like down. I don't know if he was pissing. I don't know. Look at this dude. He can't even stand. Look how fucked up he is, bro. He must be working too. He's got one of those uh, best. Yeah, that's what I was saying. Like, look at this guy, bro. He can't even stand up. Yeah, that's what they did. He's like nodding off to sleep, standing. Leaning back on a van. Yo, then he starts twitching, bro. Holy shit. And he starts taking off. Oh, yeah. Where is he going? But gets stuck. Oh, shit. There's a cop there. He turns around. And then he just falls. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. And his pants fell down. His ass fell Wow. How's that for a good what time? What the fuck? Dude. What, what is K2? It's like a spice. K2 was like that spice shit. It was like some supposedly like alternative to marijuana and it had, I think it originally had like THC in it as well, like a different form of it or something, but yet really, it really fucked people up. I didn't even think it was on the market anymore. Yeah. It was sold like over the counter. It was sold like gas. I think, yeah, I, I think I do remember that. I think that's the shit that that, that is. So, yeah. Don't do that shit, kids. Just do the old-fashioned shit. We're going to break. We'll be back. Hey, it's Ryder, your favorite little phone sex doll. Let's get real for a moment. When was the last time you had a girl down on her knees worshipping your fucking perfect cock? Over on Night Flirt, my friends and I, we take really, really good care of you. We are real girls offering real connections over the phone and through personal messaging. We have it all. Whether you're looking for dirty talk, role plays, or even just a friend to talk to, call me. Don't worry. Your wife, your girlfriend, your friends, they're never going to find out. Nothing will ever show up on your phone bill, so you can be sure your dirty little secrets are safe with me. Sign up for nightflirt.com. And if you hit me up on Twitter at Flirt Rider Doll and let me know that you heard me on the Robin Slim Show, I'm going to hook you up with some free minutes for you to get a hold of the perfect little cocksucker of your dreams. This is horror author Isaac Thorne. Do you love Halloween? I have a new collection of short tales of dark horror that I guarantee will set you on edge. 
Road Kills features 11 short tales of dark comic horror and one spine-tingling screenplay. Right now you are safe. Just don't forget about what's waiting for you between the pages of my new book. Road Kills is available for order now from Amazon.com and other retailers in either paperback or ebook formats. It's there. It's waiting. For you. Enjoy the ride. This, 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 this is Hollywood actor Steve Uh and I'm appearing with the delightful scumbags, uh, Rob and Slim. Rob's the old one. Is Rob the old one? Yes. Yes. Rob's the old. One. <laughs> <laughs> it's like seventy-five. <laughs> How did you meet the boys? Did you just go by a school one day? I was, I was, at, the, I was at the bus stop. <laughs> we, we all met when me and Slimbo were in seventh grade. I had a lot. Of candy, Steve. <laughs> he had Pokemon cards. Yeah. He, he learned us in. Did you have a puppy? Oh, I have a quick story. The box said three, three puppies, but my dick was inside it. Which is the first one. Oh, okay. Good. Uh, let me see what else. Um, let me make sure I got the uh, Drizzle News music, because you can't have Drizzle News that music. Or without um, me. Yeah, no. Yeah. Oh, Wavy, where's that guy? I love that guy, Wavy. Yeah, he don't fuck with me. He knew. He learned. He's got him back. I'm trying to get him back. Yeah, I'll I'll figure it out. Um, toddler and eighteen. Eighteen. That was my favorite age. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I was like, bro, I was like hot shit back when I was eighteen. Oh, you did get uh, hot shit back then. Uh, yeah, I graduated high school. Uh. Why'd it take you so long? Good Samaritan killed by a driver who then stole his car. It's not a good driver. He didn't pick a good driver, though. He might be a good Samaritan, but you gotta pick a good driver, right, Driss? Yeah, I can't disagree with that. You ever driven and drive? Yo, I always driven and drive. I tell kids all the time not to. Yeah, why wouldn't? Why would you say that? That's a disclaimer. Don't choose and drive. Nah, it's good for you. It makes you better at driving. Police have arrested a man suspected of hitting and killing. Killing for the win. Killabunga, a motorist, before stealing the victim's car to flee the scene. Dimitri Adoni, 22, of Clearwater, Florida, was traveling on I-275 near St. Petersburg at around 9 p.m. on Thursday, 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 when he stopped to help another driver who had apparently lost control of his vehicle. You ever lose control of a drizzle? Yo, I never lose control of a drizzle. What about a vehicle? Yeah, that happens. A camera inside of Donnie's car showed him approaching the unknown motorist whose vehicle was sitting in the median of the highway after spinning out. Spin a bunga. The driver was soon able to drive on. But as Adoni returned to his vehicle along the shoulder of the road, he was hit by a passing 1996 Ford F-150 pickup truck for the win. Believed to have been driven by 30-year-old Dana Bird. Dana Bird. Adoni's dash cam shows Bird stopping and leaving his car to check on the 22-year-old. See if he was already dead. Bird stole Adoni's Hyundai car and fled the scene for the win. 
Yo, I don't think he was any, like, a good Samaritan or something. He ran the guy over and then wanted to see if he was dead. That's what I'm saying, Driz. You got a good point there, Driz. He's a real piece of shit. Uh, having not heard from his son in some time, Aldoni's father tracked the vehicle using what the fuck has the son have to do with any of this? Was the son okay, Driz? Yeah, the sun's very bright. A Florida Department of Transportation ranger found Bird's truck. Who the fuck? Oh, yeah, Bird's truck in Anthony's body. On Friday afternoon. Friday, Friday, Friday. Officers quickly tracked Bird to his home in St. Petersburg for the win. When he was arrested on Friday night. Friday night charges. You ever have Friday night charges, Ritz? Yo, I always get Friday night charges, and I, you never leave a truck on a body. That's never, that's never the place to leave a truck, and it's the only night of the week to get charges. <laughs> Wait, what? Where was the good... Like, he didn't do anything. He stopped he to see hit the guy was all right, and after... then was just getting back in his car. Yeah. And then the other guy was like, just, I'm going to hit this fucking guy. I got a sweet truck, but I want that Hyundai. What the fuck? That's fucking crazy. Florida. Florida. Mm. Goddamn. People are just... Toddler accidentally left his shopping cart in a Target parking lot for the win. Yo, you only do that shit on purpose. An 18-month-old an 18 boy for the win was found unattended Saturday in a shopping cart in the p- parking lot of a Target store in Easton, police said. Yo, I bet you that was his fault. He probably just didn't want to get out of the cart. Maybe uh, he got too many free drizzles. Don't kids get free yeah. drizzles on their birthdays? Yeah, they do, especially toddlers. Is that why you push them into the Target parking lot? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's why I bring all your kids. You drop them off in front of Drizzle Bees, and I drop them off in front of Target. Yeah. The child appeared to be unharmed. It was taken to Good Samaritan Hospital in Brockton to be evaluated for the win. Witnesses say they saw the child earlier in the store with two men and two women. That's too many parents, isn't it, Driz? Yeah, that's a lot. That's like an orgy. Please, yeah. maybe that's where they were going there. You couldn't take the kid to the orgy. They did the right thing and left him in the parking lot. Yeah. Please see it surveillance videos and confirm that four adults left the area in a Toyota SUV. That's the only vehicle to leave that area with, right? You leave it a toddler behind, you're going to do it in style in a brand new Toyota SUV with main plates for the win. Yeah. Made of bunga. <laughs> Police received a call shortly after 2 p.m. from a man saying he accidentally left the child a target. Yeah, what the fuck? Why don't you just go back for that? kid. <laughs> the incident is under investigation by Houston Police for the win and the Department of Child and Families for even more of a win. Read more. Toddler accidentally left in shopping cart. That was all we just read. I don't want to read more. It's good enough for me. Check good enough for you, Driz. Yeah, I don't feel like I have the right answers here. Like, why would you report yourself? I wouldn't do that. If I forgot, like, a kid, I would know, like, nah, it's a crime. I'm just gonna leave him there. I heard you report yourself for doing other things with a kid once. Yeah. It was all over the papers. Yeah, well, I, like, I, I report myself for drizzling because that's, like, a good thing. I read it in the Tribune. And the police blotter. <laughs> and also, have you slashed the tires down my road the other night, you piece of yeah. shit? Fucking fix my tires. Yeah, you told me to do it. I did, I paid you. <laughs> Yeah, all was good stuff, too. You never paid me back, though. You gave me an... I was an only o- loaning you the money. Nah, you didn't give me money. You just gave me an open beer. Well, I got it from Jesus. From zombie Hobo Jesus. He said it was good. He said it was love in there. Yeah, I think it gave me AIDS or something. I haven't been right since I drank it. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck yeah. 18 months and now 18 million. Is there going to be another good Samaritan in this one? Hopefully.
18 million in cocaine shows up in boxes of bananas donated to a Texas prison. Maybe they were trying to just get uh, cocaine in those prisoners, right, Driz? Yeah. As long as that's the only way you get it in there, in banana boxes. Yeah, I mean, uh, th they got it in, right? Like, I don't see they Oh, they got it in deep. The shipment of bananas donated to the Texas Department of Criminal Justice was ripe for contraband. Sometimes life gives you lemons, sometimes it gives you bananas, and sometimes it gives you something you'd never expect for the win. Yeah. Posted on the department on Facebook. On Friday, department offices went to pick up two pallets of donated fruit and quickly discovered something was off about the weight of the boxes. One of the sergeants just noticed the boxes didn't seem quite right. Jeremy Dessel, department spokesperson, told CSN affiliate KTRK. He looked a little further. Moved the box off one of the pallets and looked inside saw something extremely suspicious. Within the box, officers, officials discovered 540 packets of cocaine Dude. hidden among the bundles of bananas. Bundles. Y'all, that means the fruit guy, the guy that gives out fruit, was gonna sell some cocaine. Somebody yeah. was doing some dirty shit there. Yeah. Police list the value of the drugs at almost 18 million. Maybe they can use some of that money uh, for you. A lot of cops get yeah. drizzles, right? Yeah, they get drizzles for free. Cops and toddlers. So maybe they gotta pay it back. Yeah. And give you some toddlers. Yeah. And you gotta leave them in the parking lot. There are yeah. several federal entities that are uh, investigating. And it's pretty significant fine for them, says Diesel. Where is Diesel? I like Diesel. I heard he's Wavy's cousin. I heard yeah. he's gonna t tag team you with Diesel. Yeah, fuck that shit. Fuck They're Wavy. gonna fuck you up. I'll fuck his brother, Diesel. I'm paying them. Because you never paid me back that half a drink beer. I want it back. There was a lot of love in that can. This isn't the first time drug smugglers have tried to use fruit to hide contraband, and this is the first time you've stolen a half drink, fucking Bud Light, and not giving it back. You piece of shit. Yeah, Yo, you told me I could have it. You two said years have ago, two years ago, 24.93 pounds of marijuana were concealed in carrot-shaped packaging entering from Mexico. That's why Trump's got to build the wall, right, Chris? <laughs> Yo, that's right. You saw the fruit coming in. That's why John and John are doing a podcast in a few weeks. Yeah. Yo, I fucking love those guys, but I kind of hate them because they're stealing my spot. You want to hear their yeah. intro? Yeah, I do. But I kind of don't because they're stealing my, my time slot. This show's called Red, White, and You with John and John. Let's see how it's got to open the player. I guess open celebrity. All right. Getting ready to... Yeah, this will be the intro for Red, White, and You. And now it's time for tonight's Hot Topic. Oh, wait, that's a Hot Topic one. Very <laughs> <laughs> <Yes. laughs> What do you get when a staunch Republican and a left-wing liberal work through their differences and do a podcast? You get red, white, and you with John and John. <laughs> New show coming to Robin Slim. This is amazing. I love that fucking eagle. And then, yeah, they're going to have a hot topic every week. And now it's time for tonight's hot topic. <laughs> just, can we just play that eagle noise over oh, yeah, there? I got to reverse it. Yeah, that eagle. I need that eagle. Fuck. What's the stories? I guess definitely the, uh... The, the eagle's gotta be a ringtone. What the fuck is it? What's that piece of shit? Uh, I go down. Yeah, definitely that last one. Okay, this one. Um... Pete Davidson. Yeah, I guess that one. Pete Davidson? Okay. Yeah. Ten inches of Pete Davidson. <laughs> and... I don't know. I guess, uh, Childish Gambino. Okay. I actually have no clue who Childish Gambino oh, is. Oh, he's awesome, dude. Musician. He's an actor? 
I forget his name. I've always wanted to play Oregon Trail first hand. Donald Glover is his name, but he also uh, does music as Childish Gambino. And oh my God, what was the last? Thing oh, I okay, saw yeah, his, he was in um, Spider Man. Was he? Yeah, he did a, a song called "This Is America." I think it's still getting a lot of play on on the radio and everything. It's it amazing. It's oh, okay, amazing. cool. Um, so yeah, I guess yeah, this one first. Let me see. Where's your intro? He was one of the uh, thugs, part of uh, Voltor's oh. crew. No, I had no idea. Yeah. Oh, nice, dude. Nice. And they hinted that he's gonna like be a bigger character later on because they hinted that he um, can might be related to one of the other iterations of Spider-Man. Cool. Cool. This is Slim Celebrity Gossip News. Oh yeah. Yeah. What's going on, guys? This is Slim, and I have some celebrity news and gossip for you tonight. 14-year-old, is it Miley or Millie? Millie? Millie Bobby Brown. She plays 11 on uh, Stranger Things. Oh, okay, right. Millie, Millie Bobby Brown. And Drake, 31, texts about boys, and the internet is horrified. This is called grooming. It's really fucking creepy. Millie Bobby Brown was recently asked about her relationship with rapper Drake, and the internet is very confused. On the red uh, carpet at the Emmys on Monday night, the 14-year-old Stranger Things star told Access Hollywood, I love him. Yeah. Ooh. Regarding her friendship with the 31-year-old, she is continued... Just wrong to begin with. He shouldn't like... even... Yeah, he... Ugh. Uh, I she... met him in Australia, and he's... Honestly, so fantastic. A great friend and a great role model. I think he's a scumbag for just keeping in touch with her. Like, just e like even they say, if it's he... grooming, like, what is he yeah. trying to talk about boys? But she won't say what it is that is in the text. She's like, it stays in the text. Because, uh, yeah, that's the clip there of them asking about it. It's like, what is he trying to make her, like, want a guy like him? Like, because the, oh. there's other things, too. Ryder said that um he just started dating a girl who's 18 that he was just a friend with since 16. And uh, he tried dating Kylie Jenner when she was 16. Oh, wow. What a piece of yeah, shit. Yeah, but a Tiger did, and he was like 22. It was like, fuck. Crazy. Oof. What does it say? Regardless of her friendship with the 31-year-old, I met him in Australia. Yeah, you said that. And, and uh, he's honestly so fantastic. A great friend, a great role model. We texted just the other day, and he was like, he I missed you so much. Her. And she was like, I missed you more. Dude, that's wow, creepy. Play that's the video real creepy. quick. Yeah. And then we could read more. That's Dude, not right. What about your relationship with Drake? Tell me about your friendship. How he did this all come arrested. about? I love him. I met him in Australia, and um, he's honestly so fantastic and a great friend and a great uh, great role model. You know, we text, we just texted each other the other day, and he was like, I miss you so much. I was like, I miss you more. He's coming to Atlanta, so I'm definitely going to go and see him. I'm so excited, yeah. You and Drake? That's awesome. That's awesome. That's awesome. What advice does he give you? Like, what does he say? Uh, about boys. He helps me. What? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's great. He's wonderful. I love What's him. What's his advice with boys? You know, that stays in the text messages. <laughs> this is oh, like they're loving princess it. vibes. Thank you. Right Thank you so he much. He said that? To be here yeah, this guy's creepy too. Uh, this uh, you know, The dude interviewing uh, her is so like, oh, you look like a princess. Didn't he? Oh, princess. I thought he said incest. Yeah. show and yeah. win or lose, we're a family and it's, and it's an honor to just be here and, and be surrounded by such amazing people. What about this season? You're going to high school. Yeah, is that yeah, going to be some different just interviewing her. Oh. Previously gave Drake... Drake gives her advice, but that, the internet's been going crazy. I think it was Twitter it was going crazy, like attacking him about how creepy it is. 
calling it grooming, calling it predatorial behavior. Yeah, it definitely. One person is. even said, "Lock him up. Just lock yeah. him up." Yep. It's fucking. Yeah. And especially like you of, said, he has a track record of yeah. doing this. Like when we found out Drake thirty one is texting Millie Bobby Brown fourteen. Send him miss you too much. Oh, that's just like a meme or something or a gift. Oh yeah. Drake is obviously grooming. Uh, no thirty year old, no thirty something year old man should be a fourteen year old girl's text, or should be in a fourteen year old girl's text messages. Yeah, giving exactly. her dating advice. Exactly. <laughs> it's fucking weird. This shit is not it's okay. It's grooming. Weird. It's outright predatorial uh, mm-hmm. behavior. Drake's been showing his disgusting ass. Thirty one year old Drake. Dating 18-year-old Bella Helms, I guess that's the other girl, makes him makes his close friendship with Millie Bobby Brown less cute and, and more, more creepy. creepy yeah. yeah, it does. It does. Fuck, it is. It's just people are making amazing points. Fucking creepy. Uh, I don't know if there's anything more in here. Over the summer, Drake came clean on his latest album about fathering a baby with former French adult star Sophia uh, something. That album sucks. Every song, I'm like, why are these... Everything is just overrated. These things. Oh, and he only saw. So he has. He get, he had a kid with this porn star, and yeah. only saw the kid once, and admits oh. that on his album. Wow. What a piece of shit. <laughs> Father of the year, Drake. Way to go, Andrew. Holy Drake. shit. You gonna leave it in uh, Target parking lot next? Yeah. <laughs> What's the next? Then there story? was Kim Kardashian oh. speaking out to deny that she had slept with Drake. Heidi uh, Klum pre- saying Drake texted her for a date, but she ignored him. Alright, but clearly Brown is a cow guy. Alright, next. Oh, what a fucking... I love the... I, I just love Ninja's story. I was just thinking <laughs> yeah, that! Yeah. Yes! Ninja and Yolandi when he, like, <laughs> first met Drake, how creepy Drake is. And, like, yeah. This whole interaction. And he thought Drake was, like, cool, but man, it was such a piece of shit. Such a piece of shit. What's this one? Uh, Pete Davison talks his 10 inches sex with Tiny... Ariana Grande makes bad 9-11 joke on Howard Stern. Wait, so many things wow. just happened in that this sentence. This guy did so much. He bragged about his big cock, <laughs> talk about sex with Ariana, and then makes a bad 9-11 joke. <laughs> Great. Not pulling any punches, the comedic actor Wait, addressed actor, his ma- masturbation. Yeah, I had no clue. Uh, masturbation who habits, his penis size. Tommy Davidson? Oh, no, uh, Pete, Pete I'm Davidson. I'm thinking of Tommy Davidson, the, the black guy. I don't know, I don't know who Pete, Pete Davidson is. Oh, is he comedian? I think he started on, like, SNL or something. I think that's... Yeah, uh, Fear Not as the SNL star got very candid during... Inter- oh, I can see... Yeah. Yeah. Because uh, Craig Loigren, like, worked with him, like, early on. Like, Oh, okay. Um, so not pulling any punches, the comedian actor addressed his masturbation habits, his penis size, <laughs> and the death threat he received for being too ugly for his fiance. Ah, sounds oh, like is he a typical episode of Robin Day? Slim. Yeah. <laughs> Leave Ryder alone. <laughs> <laughs> I get it. I was jerking off to her before I met her. I've been there. Davidson told Stern Door that. I don't, this isn't news, though. This is just silly. I don't know. Uh, I've been in other shoes. I just wanted the dirt on his big dick. Yeah. And fucking Ariana. Ariana. Um, Anaconda. Anytime we're intimate, I'm always apologizing and saying thank you. Wow. That oh, sounds wow. like every uh, date you ever had. Yeah, that sounds like me. <laughs> well, I, mean, I heard it was more apologizing on your end after sex. Yeah, usually. I'm sorry that that sucks so bad. <laughs> <laughs> You're awesome for doing this. Thank you so much. I'm so grateful that she touches me. Oh, thank you. Thank you for touching my That's dick. Weird. Oh, thank you. Nobody does that ever to me. Um, he said, okay. Sternax Davison about the rumors that he's packing heat after Grande alluded to Davidson's 10 inches. I think she's... 
Oh, I think she's, oh, just, she's just tiny, tiny. Davidson explained. I think I have an average sized penis and she's tiny. <laughs> Everything's big to her. That's not a, that bad. Like, it's. Yeah, I thought yeah. it was going to be some real gossip or something. Yeah, yeah no, nah, this is just a silly... Uh, He's not even is that weird. him? He's goofy looking. Yeah, he is weird looking. <laughs> I just want to know the 9-11 threat. Oh, I got a death threat. Someone wanted to shoot me in the face because she's so hot. You know how I say that is crazy. They probably have, like, crazy stalkers. Yeah. I don't fucking, I don't fucking care. care. It makes me feel weird about myself. It's just like, well, what did you expect whenever I think of something or whenever I post something I like and then people just shit all over it? You're asking for it. I don't know what he's talking about. Yeah, no idea, no idea. I want to hear the 9-11 joke. Uh, I think there's too much reading. Yeah, this is a lot. Close that shit. Maybe it's on the bottom. Uh, I just, uh, nope, nope. All right. Yeah, no. Extreme moods. Childish Gambino. 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 Spot in a wheelchair. Prior to Dallas concert injury. Yes, so. But uh, Glover also performed Friday in Vegas. Uh, that's an update, so we'll skip oh. that. Childish Gambito was injured Sunday night in Dallas during a concert. He was on stage at the American Airlines Center, and 30 minutes before the concert was set to end, he suddenly walked off stage and didn't return. It's unclear what he happened. He his ankle or something. Yeah. Yeah, it's kind of weird, though, to not say anything. I didn't know. I, didn't, I just read it. I'm like, oh, maybe he was attacked or something, or maybe, like... Something happened. But yeah, no, it says it's unclear what happened. I want to see the video. Like, does he just... One concert goer tells his childhood skin... He's attempting to do splits and hurt himself. Yeah, that's why. That's what I was thinking, maybe. Because he does a lot of, like... Yeah, that's what he's doing. Yeah, that's wow. what he's doing. Yeah, because he does a lot of stuff like that. Oh, uh, okay. He's got cool. videos and stuff. Who was that? Oh, wow, that was crazy. It looked like they just fell flat on their face, but that was, like, part of the dance. Like, they did it and then got right back up. Like, it was nothing. Is that him right there? Okay, yeah, he's just... But he's dancing, yeah. Yeah. But he might have hurt himself in one of those... One of those moves or something. I, just I just saw him, like, a few weeks ago. So oh, like, wow, he just did a fucking backflip. That's what I'm saying. He does amazing stuff, like... He's really a great entertainer, and uh, yeah, maybe he hurt himself that way. She saw him a few weeks ago. That's what I'm thinking. Like maybe it'll either at least delay his tour. Yeah, at least delay. Like there was an update. Uh, Glover also performed Friday in Vegas at the oh, iHeartRadio so Music uh, Festival. Okay. Um, totally right. We'll in a wheelchair and a leg brace. So I guess he just. So yeah, he definitely Dorn like sprained something. Probably. Maybe he's like going easier on that foot or something but yeah like that's cool at least that he's still performing that's that's amazing too. oh it says we're told an official at the american airline center said after the show childish gambino broke his foot so he's still performing with broken foot yeah that's pretty bad wow ass. that's badass that's, that's awesome uh, well no he got a cleat uh bob marley uh, that's okay. like what i think killed him like he got a cleat that went through his foot soccer cleat oh wow like the spike went through his foot holy and I think shit he got infected. no actually that I don't know. I don't know if that killed him. There's so many, so much shit that happened to him that, like, I don't remember. Like, he had a drive-by shooting that, like, eh, I forget, whatever house or whatever he was in, like, the place got shot the fuck up and he survived through it. Like, so oh, I don't wow. know if the cleat thing, I think that is, though, the thing that killed him, though. There That's was so crazy. Much shit that you, you survive a shooting yeah. and then get killed by a An infection cleat. from, like, yeah, Holy a soccer fuck. cleat. All right, I think we're going to break. We'll be back. With War Baby. All right. From Murderous Miners, Killer Kids. Awesome. Uh, where's the brakes? Do you like the War Baby? She's fucking awesome. All right.
Have you visited Club Midnight? The hottest virtual nightclub on the internet today. Club Midnight. That's M-I-D-N-Y-T-E. Music, authors, filmmakers, and so much more for the dark at heart. Club Midnight, where darklings come to play. Clubmidnight.com C-L-U-B-M-I-D-N-Y-T-E dot com Greece is cheap. But the airfare costs a fortune. Paris? Not much closer. And again, airfare... What about Puerto Vallarta? Let's face it, flying anywhere is just too expensive. Wait, what's this? Low-cost airlines. With one call to low-cost airlines, you'll drastically slash your travel costs. We're talking insanely low airline prices to any of your favorite destinations. Where would you like to go? London, Rome, Costa Rica, Australia? Wow, that's cheap. So why wait? Call now to learn how crazy cheap it is to fly anywhere in the U.S. or international. Our prices are so low, we can't publish them. The only way to get them is to call to instantly hear the most amazing best deals on airlines travel. It's that easy. So call now and start packing. 800-218-4909. 800-218-4909. 800-218-4909. Again, that's 800-218-4909. All right. Yeah. War baby. From Murderous Miners Killer Kids Podcast. How you been? I'm great, guys. How are you? Good, good. I listen to your most recent show too, uh, and you've definitely improved. Like it's it's a lot better. Like not that it was bad before, but I just your t- telling of the stories is 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 amazing. It's amazing. Thank you so much. I've really been working on it. And, yeah, uh, yeah. I'm just trying to get better and improve I, that listening experience for I everybody. I think when we last talked to you, you had just started. You had just started. Yeah, I probably only had a couple episodes out, and I'm up to I think uh, I'm about to release twenty. Awesome, cool. awesome. How uh, often do you put them out? Um, I try for twice a month. Cool, cool. Is it a lot of work going into like uh, studying those cases and all? Well, you know, mostly, most of the work comes down to when I'm writing the script, just because I like to be really thorough with the details. Yeah. And um, and I'm not really here for like shock value. I'm not really trying to deliver anything like that it's more like just trying to educate people about you know about the crazy things that can happen when you're not paying attention you're just telling the story and i love that you have clips like news clips like all that stuff in there it's really good yeah yeah there's a lot of good stuff to put in there usually a lot of good details so it makes it so i don't have to really focus too much on the gory or you know more frightening aspects because just the fact that it's kids doing these things makes it scary enough. Like, I don't really need to highlight anything else about it. Is there any uh, reason in particular you picked that subject as for your podcast? Or was it just something you felt hadn't been done yet? Or like, yeah, why did you, why did you choose kids? Well, I started out listening. The first podcast I ever listened to was Serial. Okay. And so it was about it was about Ad, Adnan Syed, and they were high school kids. Yeah. And 
So it kind of really, as I listened to more true crime podcasts, I wanted to hear more stories about younger, about younger, about kids and younger adults and stuff, which is like how old my kids are. You know, I could just really relate at this time in my life, having three teenagers right now, I can just kind of relate to this stuff. And a lot of the cases I've done were things that actually occurred way back when I was first pregnant or first having my children. Are you way nicer really, to your kids really now? Are you me. are you way nicer to the kids now? You're like, oh yeah, you can have a pony. And they are terrified of them. <laughs> <laughs> You're just hiding in your well, room. Well, you know, it's crazy because my son is gigantic. Is he? Wow. So um, he's, he's huge. He, he's 17. He can carry me around, you know, things like that. But yeah. yeah, you know, none of my kids, you know, none of my kids really seem to have um, anger issues. And yeah. I've noticed that's something that most of these kids have in common, you know. Or abuse, like definitely some abuse along the way, like some severe one. Like I heard you a recent one and the kid was really big, like, and he had a lot of, I think, uh, psychological uh, abuse growing up, they said. And, oh, uh, the also, one um, where he killed his mom with the frying pan? Yes, and it was also, um, uh, he, he was uh, bipolar, they said. Yeah, and you know the crazy thing about that is that happened here where I lived. Wow. The last the last episode I did, both of those cases about moms were here local to me. So it, it was recent too. That story was twenty thirteen, right? Yeah, twenty thirteen. Yeah, in yeah. the very same city I live in, and wow. around the same. He's the same age as my oldest daughter. Now they're nineteen. So wow. Yeah, pretty crazy. I remember when that happened, and so. It was just like a couple miles away, you know. So, yeah. Did they ever say? Did they ever go into um, details about the abuse? I know I don't think you had that in the show, but do you know like no, what actually I mean, went down? They didn't. They did not really at all because he didn't present that as part of his defense. Oh. It was just something that his grandmother had mentioned, and it's something that his defense attorney and his defense team knew about that. But they didn't present it in, in his defense, and she mentioned it in when she was able to give a statement when he was about to be sentenced. You said she pled with she the, judge the judge to, to like know. either reduce it or, yeah, cut, cut some leniency because of, of Yeah, those. like there's other things. There was other things going on here. Yeah. Especially a kid. Uh, like, without know? her flat out saying my daughter was a terrible person. Yeah, <laughs> yes. It, you know? You think there was feelings of like, People thinking like, yeah, she deserved it. I don't know. You know, not really. And because these cases come and go from the news so quickly. And the more that I remember them and think of the ones that really impacted me when they happen, there's very little news coverage. You know, most of these cases, it's pretty hard to even find. I mean, I spend a lot of my time on, on some of these cases going through like newspaper archives. You know, from the newspapers of where these things happened at, because yeah. they don't really get national news coverage and stuff. But no, I think in the media, they are, unless there's documented things with like um, child protective services or the police had often been called and there was problems at school. If there's not any glaring problems, they don't really try to place blame. You know, I think they try, I think most blame gets put on the children. And that's another thing that I try not to do because in most of these cases i've noticed that of course it's their fault but most of the time parents could have been a little bit more um attentive perhaps 
Or looked for some things. Like being, yeah, you know, disrespectful. Yeah, you, but you, no. you notice a pattern of bad parenting. Yeah. In hindsight. Yeah. Yes, in hindsight, looking at it from a third perspective, you know, an outside perspective looking in, you can see. But as a parent, I also know that, you know, my life is a freaking mess, too. Like, it's hard to really focus. So many things Sometimes to focus on. Yes. Just, yeah, it depends on what that parent is also going through. If they have a troubled life, it's going to be a little bit harder for them to really focus in on what they need to do for their kids. Yeah. Yeah. Which is why everyone else, you know, who comes in contact with children needs to pay attention, whether it's their kids or not, you know? It was crazy, though. Uh, I think I heard that he was telling neighbors, I don't know if he had killed her at the point where he's like, she left, she went to another state, and I got the house now and stuff. Like, he was acting a little, a it little was that, weird. It was that very day. He got that, in quite wow. a bit of trouble at school. And I see. Oh, that yeah, it was over that he, he got had... grounded, right? Sorry, War Baby. Sorry to speak over oh, you. Yeah. But it was just that he got grounded, is why that he did it. Oh, wow. Yeah, so don't well, ground see, your kids. He got grounded oh, for doing some pretty messed up things at school. Oh, okay. Like so sociopathic this is like things? The culmination of a bunch of bad decisions. <laughs> yeah. You know, he forged some paperwork. Oh. He forged some paperwork to get free lunch, which is like a federal document, you know? <laughs> and he also, he wanted to, now I don't really know the backstory behind this, but he really wanted to be the teacher's aide for one of his female teachers. I did. She hear told that. him, you, yeah, you need to go to your counselor, and that, your counselor needs to write me a letter saying that they recommend you. And he pretty much he wrote the whole letter and forged the signature, and you know, so he was on the cusp of being in some bitty, pretty big trouble. Yeah. And for a 15, 16 year old, it's really hard to differentiate between the consequences of being bad at school and you know maybe killing your mom. It was like one. It was like the next. Evidently, step. it is yeah. difficult to make that to make that differentiation. He waited too. Children kind of oh. see it as I'm in trouble here. I'm going to be in trouble there. What's the difference? Right. Yeah. No. He waited too for the stepfather to come home and like tried assaulting oh, him. Yeah. Correct. But the guy got away, didn't he? Mm-hmm. That nine one one call was just terrible because he yes. didn't know that his wife was dead. Oh. And the whole time he was assuming she was asleep in bed, you know? Wow. Oh, yeah, wow. he called saying so, the kid attacked him, and wow. Yeah, he was a big kid, but I mean, a frying pan? I mean, mm. you know, who plans a murder and, and chooses that to be one of their weapons? I mean, like, only a kid. Had, a, had his best yeah. friend yeah. watching, too. Because it sounds like, like a cartoon type of yeah. thing. Had like, a best friend watching, right? Wow. That helped him, like, drag the mom to the shed and stuff. Oh, like, fuck. You know, the amount of, of participation that his friend Christian had, it was still up in the air. Um, oh. But yeah, he was definitely there and he didn't do anything to stop him. And he most certainly didn't report it after it happened. Is the friend in jail? His, the friend didn't get any jail time. Oh, okay. I, I wasn't so sure. So the he... friend, it was determined he didn't actually touch the body or participate in the murder. Okay. But uh, he got charged but, as an adult, though, the, the the one that did it, right? Yeah, he did. Yeah, he did. I, mm. I'm pretty sure he got 30 years, I think. I think he got 30 years. Wow. Oh, my God. Yeah, so he's, and it's only been about, you know, five. So got yeah. quite a ways to go, and he's just going to get bigger and angrier. Yeah. So, yeah, so we'll see what happens. <laughs> Wait till, uh, what year is that? 2032? <laughs> When is he getting out? I don't 
oh yeah, something crazy like that, 2035 <laughs> or, or something crazy like that. And he's going to just be a giant angry monster. <laughs> so, he's going to be, uh, so, what was it, Michael Myers. Michael, yeah. That's what we're getting. A new Halloween movie. <laughs> 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 oh, that's what happens. Yeah. <laughs> um, I mean, so like I wish, you, I wish we sent all juveniles to juvenile detention until they turned eighteen, and then they can be, you know, sentenced as adults. That's what I'm saying. I'm because, sure he's not, he's not getting the treatment he needs there. Correct? Like is that? Oh no, it's scary, and it's also scary to think that he'll be released back into my community where yes. I live. You know what Holy I mean? Shit. You got to get out of there, war you know, baby. not somewhere. <laughs> I'll be, I'll be retired by a beach somewhere by then. I'm not worried about it. But you know, the case that I have coming up is seriously the scariest case that I've done so far, and I've been kind of putting it off. But oh. I think that I've, I think everyone's pretty. I think they're ready for it. I think the listeners are ready. Can you tell us what it is, or give us like a, a yeah? Hint? No, I'll tell you what it is. Um, back in 2010. There was a 14-year-old freshman in high school who followed his teacher into the bathroom, raped and murdered her in the bathroom at school. And then he proceeded to go downstairs outside and get one of those rolling recycle bins and rolled it all the way back up to the, to the second floor bathroom and put her in there and rolled it all the way through the school and through the parking lot to the woods behind the school. And nobody noticed. How long did it take? But there was 144 security cameras in this school. So his every move except the actual crimes are caught on tape. Oh, they are. Okay. I didn't know if you were going to say he like, he figured out how to like not get seen or something. Wow. Oh, Oh, you see every second of his actions except the actual murder that takes place within the bathroom. But this is literally 30 minutes after school got out. And you've seen, you've seen the footage. Is he just walking by people with like, with, like, like with the stuff, like yeah, the, with the, the, the craziest, the, recycle the crazy part is, is there's not, you know, the halls empty out. They seem to empty out really fast. He does encounter, I would say, a handful of people, maybe five people during this hour, hour and a half that this takes him. And he leaves the school and goes to the woods and comes back multiple times. One of the times he comes back, he's not wearing shoes and he his pants are covered in blood. So, yeah, he commits this entire crime within the confines of his high school, which is right outside Boston. Um, it's uh, around Salem, Massachusetts, this happened. And, um, yeah. Yeah, so that happened within the school. And, and nobody crazy, fucking this noticed. This is going to be the third case that involves one of those rolling trash bins. I don't know. Wow. If and that's no- going to become like a new epidemic. Right. Or- and nobody like did anything about the bloody pants he was wearing. And- yeah. Like, what? Or he question. Able to, he was able to. See, here's the thing. When he goes to trial, you know, he tries to say that he. They tried to use this, what I call a trigger word defense. His teacher said something that upset him, and supposedly that's why he flew into this rage. You know, which sounds okay, except that in his backpack, he backpack he pretty much had a kill kit. So he had a plan. He had a yeah. box cutter. Oh yeah, he, he had was a box looking. cutter. He had gloves. He had a mask and changes of clothes. So wow. he was prepared for this. Yeah, he was looking for any reason to do that. If the, yeah. if he had it that on him, it might not have been her. She's just the unlucky person, you know. That he was able to to get by herself, but so wow. they they do arrest him later that night. They put two and two together because he uses her credit cards and things. But six months later, when he's in juvenile detention, 
he tries to perpetrate an almost completely identical crime and he stalks one of the juvenile um, detention workers into the bathroom area and what and corners her up in the wall and he actually is able to strangle her and stuff but somebody does break them up before he actually kills her so wow. he's still awaiting trial and sentencing for that attempted murder and charge. he's racking so him up what a piece him of anytime shit. Soon. wow that's like where you have to just you have that's to put somebody to sleep like that has that guy has to be erased that's what i was gonna say like if wow. you are the guy that found that kid trying to do that crime again you just kill him yeah and you just say you i do. didn't mean to kill him <laughs> i didn't mean to kill him it just had it's yeah. it was an accident oh god what a 14 piece of years shit. old wow 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 when wow. i was 14 yeah no i still played the saxophone like what's up people i was yeah, reading it's... jurassic park and hadn't even jerked off yet i, think. I was playing like, super right? nintendo games Much yeah to rape. <laughs> yeah no no that never i don't even think i, I kissed somebody yet a, a girl like I, I don't know no wow wow what the fuck wow i know holy yeah. shit I do have another good story for you if you're ready for it. I don't and know. I need a little bit of time <laughs> after that one. Slim needs a break. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, that is a fucking wild one. Holy I, shit. Well, I'm curious about that one. Did you look into, was there any, uh, going back to like, was there any abuse? Abuse or anything or? I mean, this kid's biggest issue is that he came from, I would say like a volatile home life. He... His mom was Brazilian and, you know, so you have like cultural things, you know, there. Um, But she and his father, they didn't have a great relationship and they were back and forth and they ended up getting divorced and she moved them from the Nashville area, from Tennessee, um, up to the Boston area. And really, he just, the transition was not good for him and he didn't want to go. Yeah. And he really spiraled out after that. There is still no you know, excuse for really yeah, reasoning, though. Like, that can even condone what the fuck that motherfucker did. Holy shit. Yeah, there's nothing that could even no. begin to explain it. No. Other than sometimes people are just a psychopath. Yes, so, that's what I'm saying. With the, you gotta they just get got rid of that one. Before like, he yeah. became a serial killer. This is just a bad egg. Yes, yeah. That's why I asked. Is there was abuse? Because it kind of curious. Like, what drives, Ooh. especially a 14 year old kid? Like, yeah. what the fuck drives you to do that? Fuck. You know. I was just thinking yeah, about watching. Yeah, there was really no evidence of anything like that. Wow. What was the, the other story? The worst thing oh. that seemed to happen to him was that his parents got divorced. You know, and he yeah. had to move. That's that's my I mean parents, not my parents divorced when I was like I'm four. not yeah like belittling so. it but doesn't a lot of uh, marriages end in divorce like I think it's like four yeah. out of five kind of thing like I mean it happens yeah thank like, goodness it's that sucks. they don't all turn into killers but yeah yeah, yeah no it is it's a shitty thing and it's a lot especially for a kid to deal with I think like but yeah so like it doesn't have to go there it doesn't have to go there what was the other story uh, War Baby. Well, the the last story that I had for you guys, now this is going on right now. Um, this girl, she's 17. She was actually just arraigned today on first-degree murder charges. But two weeks ago, she chased around one of her classmates in, in econ class. They're in class, the bell rings, and they're about to change classes. 
17-year-old Tanaya Lewis, she pulls out a steak knife that she brought from home and proceeds to chase 16-year-old Dana Gibson around the classroom screaming that she's going to kill her. And then she actually stabbed her to death in their classroom. I don't know. Did I tell you last time you called that that happened in uh, my high school? Yeah. Wow. I don't know. Did I tell you last time it happened in my high school? Um, This girl was trying to date this dude and he's just like, no. And I guess she wouldn't stop. And finally he was like, look, no, you're ugly. I don't want to go out with you. And she stabbed him with a steak knife. His intestines were coming out of his like side and everything like. Yeah, man. It doesn't matter what year it is. There's killer kids everywhere. Did she like? Yeah, she so. did, Hold on, Rob. The the one you just talked about. Did she like get rejected and just happen to have a steak knife with she her? Like took she it was, from home at class. From home at class. So she was ready for the rejection. Oh, she was that. like, "Is this motherfucker says no? I'm gonna kill him." I don't know if it happened right then. I think she did it after. I think oh, okay. she did it, and then like because it was after school one day. She went to him in the parking lot, and I was driving through uh, with my buddy Rich. We just got out of school, and we were going to the deli to get some steak fries, and. This guy's like walking, like limping across the parking lot, holding himself. And we're like, my friend Rich like honked the horn, like, get out of the way. What's taking you so long? And then we realize his intestines are hanging out. Like, fuck. Holy shit. Yeah. Well, yeah. Thank, well, thank God he survived. He did. He did. He survived. Yes. But yeah, that's crazy. You know, she wonders why nobody wants to date her. <laughs> That's probably gonna be the last time any guy ever even gets here. No, more baby. Uh, with, with the one you just told us, like there was nobody in the classroom that stopped this. Like the teacher doesn't. Oh, class? Yeah. it had to be right at the oh, end of class. Was, was full of students. Were they terrified? There. Nobody tried stopping it. Like you they said, were just you said there was no teacher there. The whole class was full, and the teacher was there. She waited till the bell rang, and everyone stood up. So it was pretty confusing. You know, she just went and lunged and went directly after the student she wanted. But she was smiling and laughing the whole time, like maniacally, while she she chased her with this knife. She killed the other girl? And she she did. She stabbed her in the heart. And she eventually stabbed her in the back. And then the teacher was finally able to push her out into the hallway. But, I mean, you don't really want to push her out. there. You know, there's even more students out there now. Yeah. And um, but they weren't able, you know, they weren't able to save the other student, and it was all over a boy. Wow. And Fuck. they were both honor students. They were straight A honor students who actually had been friends. Wow. But when the the boyfriend broke up with the first girl and then started going out with the with the victim, and pretty much that's when uh, you know that relationship between the two girls soured. And do you think yeah, he's so still she's being held without bond? I was gonna say, do you think he's still dating her? Or you gotta go away from that one. She, she's crazy. <laughs> yeah, as a kid though, yeah, I, mean, I don't know. Like you might be, I love you. It's okay. Like, right? Yeah, yeah, like oh, I love that you did that for me, baby. Right. Like, holy shit. Yeah, imagine how that poor idiot feels. <laughs> because was, you know he didn't break up with her in like a nice way. That's the equivalent. It's a totally situation yeah. like your steak knife story. You're ugly. I don't want to. You know, you're stupid yeah. or whatever. Get away from it. That's the equivalent of bitches will get like for girls. Like, I, wow, that's crazy. That's crazy. Holy shit. Yeah, Holy so shit. I'm just going to put the call out right now. Let's just stop having kids. <laughs> Because they're that's seriously why I, getting crazier. I'm trying to get it uh, slim, chemically castrated. Right. Like, I don't. I, I, yeah, I, I want to end it. I want to end it right now. <laughs> so I'm curious then, if like 
all joking aside, what what do you think is the solution? Oh, there's no solution. I mean, that's like trying to do something about adult crime. I mean, rage is rage. Yeah. You treat people, you know, you treat people the wrong way and people will snap on you just like animals. Yes. You know, there's really nothing you can do. I I really Mm -hmm. don't think that there there is. Now, this school, they don't have... (laughs) They don't have metal detectors, so I'm assuming that their next step will probably be to put in metal detectors. Yeah, my high school got them right after that thing. Yeah, so yeah. Yeah. That will be. Probably a guard or an officer or two will be at the entrances and all. Yeah. Yeah, At least for the next couple of years. Yeah. Yeah, to keep out the steak knives until somebody brings a stick of dynamite. Yeah. Yeah, you know, or drives a car into a building like there's you can't you can't stop you can't right. stop it. People you can't get stop angry. crazy. You cannot. You can't stop rage. Rage. Sometimes yes. rage just overtakes people. And Sometimes it just hits you though, like blinding. as a just a regular person. Sometimes rage just gets you. Like yeah, yeah, you, yeah. You you might not kill somebody, but it does. Sometimes you get enraged for a reason. Like and oh, it just and you happens. want to? Yes. Yeah. Oh yeah. You totally could. You totally could. Yeah, there's moment. just that line that people try not to cross. That's the thing, Kids, too. People uh, have an easier time crossing it. Yes, yeah, they, 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 they just don't have what adults have. Uh, one of my buddies said that, too. Yeah, everybody's just, yeah, like, basically, like, one one moment away from that kind of a thing. Doing oh, yeah. That kind of a thing, like. Completely exploding. If, yeah. yeah. And as adults, we're supposed to learn to be able to control that. Yes. You know? hmm. But yes. it's, not, it's not, not really possible. I mean... Humans are complicated. You're not. You can't really stop anything from happening because yeah. as long as somebody wants to do it, they'll find a way, yeah. regardless of what age they are. You know, I wish there was a way to stop these kinds of things. But the only thing that I like to suggest to people is really just to pay attention to yeah. the children that you know, because in hindsight, yeah. there's often something that people see that maybe they think now they should have probably paid more attention to. Yeah. Or maybe we like have to wrap this up. Oh. Aunt I'm sorry. Was laying there and he like did a circle of knives around her when he was three years old. They probably should have paid more attention to that. Yeah, that should have been a, a an alert right there. But you know, <laughs> you know, it was a different time, right? Yeah, that was back then. It was all right. <laughs> the old we're, days. Or maybe we have to wrap this up. I'm so sorry. Oh, that flew by. Holy all shit! Right. It's been awesome. Yeah. It's great talking to you. Um, and where can everybody find you in your show? You can find me. I'm everywhere on iHeartRadio, Spotify, um, of course iTunes, and you can find me on social media at Killer Kids Pod. I'm on Twitter, Facebook, Snapchat, Instagram, pretty much everywhere you look, I'm there. Awesome. I do have one question before we let you go because I'm just curious. So, when you decided to do this topic, did you expect to get as much mileage out of it as you did? Like, did it surprise you that there's so many of these cases? You know, it it didn't really surprise me because I started to, after hearing serial, I started to look for more cases that were similar, and I really couldn't find anything. So I figured if I was looking for them, then other people would be looking for them too. And I've gotten a couple cases from people, from listeners who are involved in some way and wow. wanted to see if anyone had done a story about them. So about, you know, the case that was close to them. So I've done quite a few stories that way. And it's, it's like, 
I don't know if I'll ever speak to actual killer kids or even their family members. That's what I was going to ask. If um, you, that was one of the questions I had. You know, if you would ever interview uh, one of the killers, if you had the chance. Well, I mean, if they contact me, but I'm not really sure how to broach that subject, like in an email. Yeah. It's like, hey, I heard your son killed your husband. Yeah. And I just wanted to know if you wanted to chit chat, you know, just wanna, about that. You want to talk wanna, about it? Just want to <laughs> yuck it up. Yeah, no. That's... All right. Yeah, just a little bit. <laughs> Thank you, War Baby. Sure somebody will call me someday, though. <laughs> <laughs> All right, War Baby. It was great, great talking to you. All right, guys, take it easy. I'll talk to you again soon. Absolutely. This is the Slambagini himself, baby. And if you're a listener of the Robin Slim Show, then I'm sure you're a fan of Sauces Matisse. We open lots of our best shows with his songs. But don't wait to hear his music's just on our show, baby. Go to SoySauceSound.com and listen all the time. With 10 albums for free or a little charge. With the option of purchasing for a donation. Almost 100 songs so far. New music is constantly dropping. You'd have to be a real piece of shit not to. He has killer tracks like Only Sometimes. Well, my music doesn't make a lot of moolah sense Nuh-uh. Cause I'm a dash of Adam Driver, makes a coupon set Matt's a dapper dude, dashing, but I'm poop on mess Ew. Give me a beat, give me a pen and a pattern, then who got next? Me, you got teeth coming after you like you was a nest I never deceive when I'm rapping, I'ma do it for next Ooh. I cannot believe what some veterans would do for a check Because I'm a beast and I'm better, but I'm goofy as that Nerd Punk I wonder what's my pitch to be an internet sensation I call these godly marketers six internet sensation Cause it's data and it's dedicated, intricate and patient But with every waking day I strain to pick up with the patient Every time I'm feeling like the slightest of the doubt I just keep on fucking writing so my light don't fizzle out And expectations Lower your expectations You go to work after ain't nobody heard That ain't ain't nobody earned for you rapping any words That ain't worry cause you're sure that a rapper spitting verses As perfect as you have is deserving of a sure pastor Yeah, oh it's the entitlement and attitude. Like everybody gotta pat you on the back, but alas, you're a hack and you're whack, so you have to lower your expectations. So what are you waiting for, baby? Go to SoySauceSound.com and start listening today. Yeah! You are listening to The Robin Slim Show. Always remember, during an ass rape, use the force. Jasmine. Yeah, hey. How you doing? Jasmine from uh, Her America Story. Um, you're a writer, a physician, and it's an upcoming podcast, correct? Yes. Cool. And it is about, uh, are, are you uh, first or second generation uh, American? Well, I think technically, technically probably more like first. Uh, my dad came over to the States when he was like nine. Um, so he all, he pretty much grew up here, but I think technically I'm still first generation. Both I, my parents yeah, immigrated here. I would say so. And uh, where are they from? So they're from Pakistan, both of them. Okay. And you are currently in uh, Texas, correct? Yes, I live in Waco. Was that is that a diverse area? Like I, I would think a lot of Mexicans and uh, is there a lot of uh, Middle Easterners? No, this is not a particularly diverse area. <laughs> Yeah, no, not really. I mean, we have, um, you know, people that kind of um, pass by or pass through, um, but predominantly, you know, it's it's uh, mostly Caucasian. um, But we do have kind of little um, little groups of diversity, I guess. Had you dealt with a lot of uh, uh, did you get a lot of trouble growing up? 
there? So I grew up in Reno, Nevada. Okay. And, um, yeah, so I grew up in Reno. You know, it wasn't really trouble, um, but it was just different, you know, being around people that don't necessarily look like you or, or have similar backgrounds. Yeah. And so, um, you know, like these days it's really cool to have a representation, but that really wasn't a big thing back in the day. Um, you just kind of, you know, were different, and um, there wasn't really a lot of political correctness and things like that. And so you just you just kind of dealt with people and, yeah. and rolled with it and kind of found your, your place in, in their world and um, adjusted. I don't know if it's better or worse. Yeah, I don't know. I, I don't know how I feel about how it is now compared to back then because I grew up in the 90s. I also grew up in, uh, I was about 10 minutes from New York City, so I had a really diverse you know, area yeah. uh, that I grew up in and everything was cool, you know, like somebody was either a jerk or they were a good person. Like it wasn't like nobody got picked on for being like different like that because everybody was. Everybody right, was. Right. But yeah, no, I, at the same time, I never grew up in a place like even down here. It's it's so different. Like South Jersey compared to like North Jersey is like a different state, different state. Yeah. Yeah, uh, I could see that. You know, it really just. um I guess it depends on how you look at it. When you don't have a lot of diversity, you tend to just um, kind of blend in for better or worse. And, and you just, you know, less diverse group, I, I guess, areas, everybody seems to kind of hang out together. Yeah. Um, so there's not really the, the quick forming and the separating into groups as much, I think. Uh, but I've lived in larger cities like, uh, for example, Atlanta. And uh, and you kind of do have the the grouping off in different neighborhoods and different you know uh, things like that. And so um, even even some of the most diverse areas, you know, folks tend to kind of group off, they and so you have like, uh, diversity, but yeah. but you don't, you know, yes, in a sense. Clicks. Yes. What uh what is your uh, out of all the places you've lived, what is the favorite uh, of the places you have been? My favorite, I guess, still has to be kind of where I grew up. I just, I just love um, Northern Nevada and, and kind of Northern California in that area. Yeah. And you know, um, I made lifelong friends there. My family uh, lives there, and so you just, you know, it was an interesting experience growing up. But then, but that's home. <laughs> so. Yes, yes. There's nothing like it. Nothing like it. Um, is your husband? Is he? Um, is he the same race, or is he? Is he different? No, he's he's uh, Caucasian. His parents were from uh, North Dakota, very cool. <laughs> and his uh, his background is is uh, a mix of European <laughs> on both cool. sides. Yeah, that's awesome. That's awesome. What um uh, I was going to ask you too. Like I said, you're a physician. Uh, what would you do if you weren't a physician? Uh, probably a writer. I, I really enjoy writing. I've I've always enjoyed writing. Um, I also love music. Um, I don't know if I'd be a musician though. I, I enjoy music, but I'm I'm not a great performer. <laughs> I get real <laughs> nervous and and uncomfortable. Writing's kind of great because you can write and then you know you give it to somebody and they read it. You don't have to uh, perform it for them. <laughs> what do you write? So, so probably writing. Yeah. What What do you write? So I, I just pretty much started, you know, um, sometimes when you go into medicine, it, it consumes your entire life. <laughs> so you don't really have a whole lot of uh, room yes. for hobbies and things a lot of yeah, times. And so now that, you know, I got done with training and had some kids and now I'm kind of just kind of found my groove. Um, I started writing um, for an online publication and uh, just kind of about my experience growing up you know, in my small town. It's just kind of a, a way to start writing and then um, some pieces about medicine as well. Um, but I really enjoyed kind of doing medicine at work and, and doing something totally different when I'm writing or, <laughs> or not at work. What kind but, of, but I do, you oh. know, have some opinion pieces about medicine and, and um, kind of the impact of medicine on um, on the physician and, and that kind of thing. How, how does that work? Because I used to work in pharmacy and it just seemed to be like, 
with whatever ad was on TV is what people come in and ask for. Like, do you feel like, do you feel, <laughs> really? do you feel people are like just over prescribed because they're seeing uh, medicine on every commercial break on TV or how, how do you feel? You know, it's kind it? of funny. I, I feel like I've, I've had this discussion a few times uh, more so recently. And, uh, and then the one that comes to mind was with my brother-in-law and he was like, you know, I really feel like people, shouldn't be uh, seeing all these different medications because it makes them wanting to have the medications. So I can kind of see that argument, but in the same, um, you know, in the same respect, it also allows people to know that those medications are available for something that, yes, for that something a problem they that know. they might have. Maybe, so it almost yeah. helps them advocate for themselves. And another um, thing and too so is I like, don't mind. <laughs> I don't know, the 10 minutes of, uh, Side of possible side effects in a commercial. It's like, wow, I, I'd rather deal with the the, the depression than the have, problem. Yeah, have all yeah, that bleeding. Totally. The commercials stuff. are pretty ridiculous. Yes, there was one we did. Um, it was a sleeping pill, and one of the side effects is that you could get in your car and drive while you were asleep and get in an accident. And no, I do not need. I'd rather stay up all night and not sleep. Yeah, than, yeah. Than drive off a bridge <laughs> in my sleep. Um, this is a specific side effect too. You yes, may get yes. out of bed, open the door, go outside, get in your car, drive <laughs> off a bridge. <laughs> yes. Right, right. They just have to cover themselves for every possible scenario. And you know what happened? That happened once. That definitely happened once. So they oh, have yeah. to throw it in there. Yeah. <laughs> um, the other thing too, though, I would notice though is like whatever drugs the doctors pushed, whatever the ones we pushed was whatever whoever bought us pizza that day. Like it was like yeah, the drug reps they bring you. It really like, used to be like that. I okay. think in recent years it's, it's changed. Just changed a lot because they don't really, you know. Um, uh, I work in a hospital, so we don't really get that advertising. So we just prescribe oh. what, what we think is appropriate. See, Z- Xanax <laughs> that, lunch? That used to be how it was. Xanax lunch was del- delicious. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, so I'm curious, have you been in it long enough to kind of know like how the internet has affected things? Oh, definitely, because people will look things up before they come in, and, oh. and they have their own research. And I don't, I don't really mind. For me, it, it's an opportunity to educate, and so we kind of just go over, okay, well, what have you read? And, and you know, so then I, I end up going into a little bit more detail than maybe they were interested in, but at least then they feel like, well, you know, um, my concerns were validated, and, and I, you know, had my questions addressed and things like that. So I'm one of those people that will just sit there and talk with folks until they feel comfortable. Because I think it would get annoying when somebody was like, well, I read that oh. this is going to like... I read that I could drive off a bridge in my sleep. I... Yeah, you kind of usually say, you know, you shouldn't probably be looking at things on the internet, but here, let me tell you how it really works. <laughs> cool. And then I actually have one more. Do you ever get requests for, like, weird, like, wonder drugs? Like, uh, I know when that movie uh, Limitless came out, I don't know, that was uh, the guy could take a pill and it would make him, like, super smart and aware of everything. And I saw ads pop up yeah. for pills that could do that. So is that is that, like, wow. a thing? Do people request that? Not that I've encountered, no. <laughs> <laughs> and can nope, Slim get that me. pill? Yeah, do you have any wonder drugs that will make me smarter, faster, stronger? I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> I remember once, too, I, like I said, I worked in pharmacy, and I remember seeing um, a news piece about a drug that Air Force pilots would take to stay up for days. And I'm like, oh, oh we got that. And I tried it and I was like, I took it and I didn't sleep for days. And I'm like, I'm never doing that again. That was meth? I, yeah, that no. Medical meth. Medical methuana, it was called. But yeah, like I remember I was driving and the lines on the road started like floating. And I was Holy like, shit. oh my God. Oh boy. I, I got to stop. Never take this again. Like, Can you imagine yeah, flying a plane like that? That doesn't sound safe. Right. I was like, yeah, if this happened to me in a car, those pilots are 
they're not they're not doing good. What? Yeah, that's not a good idea. <laughs> As a parent, Jasmine, I was going to ask you. Um, yeah. Do your children face any? anything that you face as a kid or do they do they face worse or do they have it easier well i have babies so one oh. is, uh three and a half and one's two okay and so i'm just kind of waiting it out to see what's going to happen because you know we're um a little bit of an unusual couple um you know we're in a small smaller town and and we're an interracial couple and so i'm really interested to see how how things go as they get older and, and go to school they're in daycare right now and so far we haven't really faced anything strange or or abnormal you know most people are fairly friendly that's cool so i don't know if that's just being in a small town maybe it would be different if we were in a bigger city i'm not sure yeah no that's good that's good um and on your when is your podcast when are you going to have the first episode up so Hoping mid October. Okay. I, I'm just learning how to do this editing, editing, and all that stuff, and so I'm hoping by mid October we'll have our website and the the podcast up. Are you going to have an interview every every show? Yes. And you're going to be talking Definitely. to um, first and second generation American. Yes, women, female. Right? Yeah, female um, Americans that just kind of talk about their experience. Um, you know, I've asked um, them to kind of come up with a story or a few different scenarios of, of when they really felt like they were different or, you know, their situation was unique compared to those around them and how it made them feel and how to how to kind of cope with those feelings or how they coped with those feelings and what they recommend uh, to other people that are in similar situations now. That's amazing. What I, a, I think that's a great subject. And yeah, just, it's awesome. Um, just I, I think a lot of people you. would like to hear that, like to hear that. What drove you to, to come up with that? So I, you know, had the kids kind of close together and I was looking for um, a hobby outside of work um, <laughs> or, or an interest outside of work to really to focus on. And I, I like podcasts and I've been, you know, listening to them for a while. Um, I came across one called, uh, I'm not sure if you guys have heard of it, but Good Muslim, Bad Muslim. And it's uh, two girls that kind of talk about their experience of being Muslim in the United States. Um, And what really struck me as awesome about their podcast was not necessarily the religious aspect of it, but their stories about growing up um, in the States. And I was on my elliptical, you know, (laughs) doing my thing, listening to their podcast. And I was like, hey, you know, I never had anybody that I knew that was like me growing up that I could really relate to or, or talk to. I, I pretty much would would try to relate to anybody that was different because I felt like I was different, I guess, if that makes sense. Yes. And so, you know, I just listening to this podcast, even as an adult, I was like, hey, this is cool. Like, I feel like they're kind of like me. And um, just that feeling of, of kind of, I guess, happiness to be able to relate to somebody else. I thought, you know, other other women and uh, might benefit from, from this kind of a podcast where you talk about your experience specifically growing up in the States because it is different as a first and uh, second generation American. And I, I'm not really, you know, um, I wanted to do something that was fun for me. And, and um, you know, the storytelling part of it is more of my interest. And, and so not really a religious aspect, but more just storytelling and, and a diverse ar- um, array of backgrounds because it just, I think it makes it more interesting. I agree. Awesome. I agree. I was going to ask too, as a, as a physician, is there anything you indulge in that you know you shouldn't, but you do like a guilty pleasure. I have a sweet tooth. <laughs> I have a major sweet tooth. So I have a really hard time with sweets. I have to really think about it and be like, all right, don't eat that. It's not good for you. Oh my but God. That, that's probably my biggest. I can't <laughs> control biggest myself when it comes to like, uh, I buy an Entenmann's cheese Danish, the big one. Oh, and I've eaten like right. three fourths of it. And then I'm like, I feel sick, but it's so good. I can't stop yeah. eating yeah. it. Like it's so good. Well, like Saturdays, you're, you guys are going to think I'm so weird. Every Saturday I eat a donut. <laughs> And I don't, I don't care what's going on, what's happening in the world. I have to have 
my donut or my sweet like a muffin or something that's absolutely terrible for me for breakfast on Saturdays. Is there a go-to donut? That makes me happy. Is there exactly, a and I look forward to it. Is there a certain one that you uh, like every time, or do you mix it up? I usually mix it up. I'm often working um, every other Saturday, so they've got this kind of cinnamon roll frosted thing with nuts on it. <laughs> I don't know what it's Sounds called, great. but it's, it's delicious. <laughs> yes. That actually sounds like you came up with a really good technique for somebody that's trying to watch eating sweets, because yes. when you have that, okay, I know Saturday, I get a donut, so you're you're like not craving it all the time, and you just, no, it's all right, I'll have a donut when Saturday comes. I'm just laughing at that because... Yeah, one of my friends, um, he was uh, he's he was with a girl, and uh, she was trying to do these kale smoothies. But the cheat day was one day a week, and uh, the cheat day she would eat like six bacon, egg, and cheese like muffins. Oh my goodness! Like yeah, that was the cheat day. The cheat day was like three, three tubs of ice cream. He was like, wait a minute, you, the, the rest of the week is just being thrown off right now. Cheat day just ruins everything. Else. That just sounds uncomfortable. <laughs> when he told me, like my mouth was just open i was like what like no that's <laughs> that's not a good idea <laughs> <laughs> it was not it was not um do you know jasmine who your first interview will be um so i've interviewed um a girl named uh, sumera rashid she is a dentist in new jersey actually cool. um and uh, she her parents are from pakistan she was i, I believe she was born and raised in, in new jersey and she's got some in- interesting insight. And then I have a um, a girl who is a trauma surgeon um, and a mom. She, she's down in Florida. And her name is uh, Kali Hussein. And she is pretty fascinating. She's got some great stories. Um, and so that that interview is actually I'm really excited for everybody to hear that one. So I've got I've got a few I've got a few that that I've worked on, and I'm just kind of working on the editing process now, and yeah. and just um, just recording, trying to record an interview once a week. So I'm just kind of compiling my list and um, cool. editing and getting the music. Uh, you know, the music choice thing is, is a little difficult for me. I saw <laughs> to, you post find about something that. I want to hear every every time you listen to the podcast. <laughs> is that like going to be used in your opener? Yeah, yeah, because I think I definitely would like one, but I'm just, I can't find what I want to use, you know, that someone's going to want to hear every time they listen to my podcast. Yeah. It's hard to find something. And it's 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 funny, um, and we think it's a joke, but, like, I'm in a group message on Twitter for Potter and Family, and somebody mm-hmm. posted a screenshot of, of a podcaster from Facebook saying that they were not going to use music. They were just going to use nature sounds, like, I guess, animals and, like... <laughs> waterfalls and whatever and hey that could work i was kind of like i kind of want to do that like that's kind of amazing at the same time like that sounds like a 9 30 interview (laughs) (laughs) yeah it's like kind of wakes you up and you know you could something you could listen to early morning (laughs) eagle screeching yeah all that (laughs) yeah yeah (laughs) but yeah no i i kind of like the nature sound aspect of that but yeah i don't know and i don't know where you would um come into where it wouldn't be like uh copyright infringement like i, I forget is it like 20 seconds well, i'm making it so oh it's, it's definitely going to be original <laughs> so yes do... so i'm either making the music or or my husband is so we're, we're kind of working on that together oh you guys do music that's awesome we we dabble with it or cool. dabble in it <laughs> what kind of instruments but... So, um, guitar, I play guitar and, um, I bought a mandolin, but I'm not very good at it. Um, still so trying cool. to try to play with that a little bit. Oh, sorry. I forgot to turn this pager off. Um, is that your doctor? And, pager? 
What was that? No, I'm done with work. I just uh, forgot to turn this thing off. She's, she's um, like, I'm in an interview. I can't help that picture right now. <laughs> yeah, sorry, sorry. No, no, no. I'm off. I'm off. Um, but yeah, yeah. So, you know, and then we have the keyboard. We've got a synthesizer uh, and a mixer. And so we've got a lot of options to kind of play with. Cool. What is one of your favorite genres of music? So I am uh, kind of like an indie rock <laughs> type, <laughs> type girl. Um, you know, I still like, like Wilco and... Um, old Weezer and <laughs> I don't know nice. stuff like that did you hear they just <laughs> redid Lewis and the Watson twins I don't know kind of things like that nice right Weezer then, just redid um Africa they just covered Africa but yeah it's in a, I like it <sighs> so good so good so good. yeah I thought it was pretty cool yeah it was about time that that song was covered right it, it, you know I agree I agree um what was I gonna ask I don't know. Oh, uh, as a physician, are you just a, like a general ER physician or do you do a specialty? I'm an internist, so I take care of all adults and um, I work in the hospital, so I'm called a hospitalist. Um, so I'm in the hospital all day. I admit people from the emergency room to the hospital. I take care of them while they're here and then I send them home. Okay. How, how long are you going to be an intern for? Oh, so I, I'm, I'm not an, so it's an internist oh. is the name of the thing. And so I'm, I've done being an intern. I okay. did all that. <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah. No. I don't know. That's okay. Yeah. So, um, I finished my residency like in 2014. Okay. Um, so I was done with training and then moved down to Texas. I did my training up in Reno in Nevada. Cool, cool. I, I don't mean to insult you, but like hospitalist, it sounds like something that somebody would make up. Like, <laughs> yeah, I'm a hospitalist. <laughs> I know, I know. Yeah. It's my job, you know, just hang out in the hospital. Um, it has a lot of great aspects to it. You know, when I go home, I'm done with my work. It's like a step up I, from like loiterer. Like just the sound. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it's, it's pretty cool because, you know, most, most of us that do this job, we work uh, seven days on, seven days off. So I get a lot oh. of time at home uh, with oh, my kids and I can cool. have, you know, side projects like this. That's cool. So I'm curious, uh, what's something that you would say um, really stood out in growing up in America that you experienced that somebody that was born here or, or lived here forever, whatever, wouldn't experience? So I think most of it has to do with, um, it's hard to pinpoint one thing, but most of it has to do with just how your culture at home kind of clashes or feels different than those around you. You know, like my house always smelled like curry and spices growing up. And so I always smelled like curry and spices growing up. <laughs> and so it's just one of those things where you go to, you know, your friend's house and you're like, oh, this doesn't smell, smell like curry and spices. <laughs> um, and then if you speak two languages, um, a lot of times you'll, you know, have some difficulty with uh, just kind of the way you pronounce things or things of that nature and that can be with anybody that speaks two languages i guess you don't necessarily have to be a, a first generation american but i think we experience yeah. that probably more than others <laughs> you did know you speak, um, um, just learning two languages did you speak arabic to your parents and english at school I, yeah well i speak urdu which is a lot like hindi um okay. and so yeah i grew up um speaking with my parents um and then yeah so so that was that was kind of unique. And when I actually first moved to the States, um, I had started school in. So I was born in Denver, um, but my I had moved to Pakistan when I was like two with my family and started school there around like, you know, preschool and stuff like that. And then came back. Oh, wow. And so when I came back, I had learned and I came back after like four years. So I was about five or six when I came back to the States. But it's just, you know, when you're learning how to speak and, mm. and that kind of thing. So I had learned a lot of British English words for some reason. So like frock for dress and 
just weird, weird things. And so I, you know, I grew up in LA or I was in LA for like a year when we first moved to the States and everybody was from like all over the world. So nobody ever thought I talked funny or said anything about it. But then I moved to Reno and they were like, uh, what are you talking about? <laughs> you know, why do you say it like that? And so that made me really self-conscious. I was like, oh my gosh, I do say it weird. Like, why do I talk like this? And so. Were your parents, um, were your parents supportive of you uh, marrying a, a Caucasian man? Um, they were. It took a little time, um, I think, especially for my mom to come around. Um, she came to the States at an, at an older age, so she was about 18 uh, when my mom and dad got married. And my dad, I, uh, as I said, had grown up here. He was born um, He was born in Pakistan, but he moved here when he was about nine. Um, so he's he was a little more open to the idea. My mom was a little bit like, what about our culture? You know, wow. how are we going to pass this on? I figured it'd be the um, other way around. Like the, your dad would be more old school and your mom would be. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. My family's not normal. So <laughs> we're no not family typical is. Of, of anything. <laughs> yeah. I guess no family is. But yeah. my family is, is not a typical um, Pakistani American family, I guess I would say. Um, and so my mom, it took her a little while, but she came around, you That's know, and I, cool. I met my husband in, in medical school. And so, you know, he had a good job. And so that made her happy. <laughs> <laughs> that was one of her criteria. Uh, so we could check that box. And so, <laughs> so it all worked out. It all worked out. And, you know, my sister had married her high school sweetheart. Um, she's a couple years younger than me, but she got married before I did. Oh. And her, you know, high school sweetheart was, was a Caucasian guy. And, so she uh, already. together for like ever. She broke your parents in. Yeah, so she broke him in, and then I just had to work a little bit on my mom, and, and she came around. <laughs> nice. <laughs> nice. That's awesome. Ah. Uh, what um ah I was just look just looking over the notes real quick, seeing if there was anything yeah. I missed. But that's awesome. Uh what did you say again that your first episode's coming out? So I think it's gonna be mid October. I don't have an exact date yet. Okay. But and I should have it up on the Twitter, um, you know, on, on our um Her American Story Twitter here soon, probably within a week or so. That's what I was gonna ask. Do you know what um site you're gonna be hosting with? I have not finalized that yet. Okay. I'm I'm so last minute. I know. I wish I had it. No. I, I would just say stay away from SoundCloud. We were on there for a while, and it was just so yeah. like one minute they were shutting down, one minute they were fine. We just finally like oh, got boy. off of there. We did the Podbean, which is great. Um, and the other one I've heard is good is Lisbon, but they're a little pricey. They could be <laughs> pricey. Yeah. <clears throat> I need to look around a little bit and finalize my who's going to be hosting. Yes. Absolutely. But thank you so much, Yasmin. It's been great talking to you. Well, thank you for having me. I really appreciate it. It's been wonderful talking to you both and, and laughing a lot. I needed that after work. <laughs> and again, where what is your handle on Twitter? Um, it is um, at her AM story. Awesome. Are you on Facebook and uh, what, what is it, Instagram and stuff? as well uh, my instagram is is very slow to pick up right now but or facebook um so primarily i'm just doing twitter right now okay not a problem thank you so much thank you you guys have a great night you too wow that's all so that's two like really like interesting and like educational uh interviews like back to back that yeah was awesome and we will be back with uh actor jeremy palco from Walking Dead and just a ton of other stuff. Did cool. you look at his IMDb? No, I, huh. I didn't. Who? I don't know. Who does he play in, in Walking Dead? Is he it? was one of the guys from Andy, uh, right? Was that what the character's name I was? I think so. From uh, the Treetop, Hilltop. What is it called? Hilltop. Yeah, yeah, Hilltop. He was the guy that had the fake Negan head in one of the raids. Oh, to, okay, uh, right. To one of the savior outposts. Okay, cool. Hey, Slambo. 
Yeah, yeah! Do you want to read a sweet graphic novel about a 17th century kid whisked into a mysterious world of the occult, intense danger and excitement? Oh, yeah, yeah! Then look no farther, my friend, and go to the Voyager. Uh, go get the Voyager, written by Jeff Sturge and illustrated by Nick Marinkovich. Where do I find it? Go to... Uh, Gern, Guernica Editions. G-U-E-R-N-I-C-A-D E-D-I-T-I-O-N-S dot com or Amazon dot com. That's a lot easier to find than Gurdishans. And order the Voyager and that's spelled V-O-Y-A-G-E-U-R. Don't care, baby. I'm ordering that right now. Yeah. Fuck yeah. Hi, I'm Kevin Goatee and I don't have VD. You're listening to the Robin Slim Show. Robin Slim, we are on with Jeremy. Jeremy Palco. Hey, what's up? Hey, Jeremy. How you doing, dude? We were just on a quick break. Oh, no worries, man. No worries. You sounded either, like, angry or just really <laughs> confused. You were like, I didn't oh, even hear. Okay. <laughs> I was well, like... When I was, di- when I was down the number, I had to, like, triple check, make sure I sent it to the right person. And then I didn't hear what the guy said in the beginning. So all I heard was, like, can you wait? And I had to make sure I called the right number. Uh, I, I told Sim, like, I'm like, he's going to hate you, bro. You put him on hold, you jerk. <laughs> I had to make sure I called the right number. <laughs> Jeremy, but you you've been you've been acting, you've been in a lot of stuff, a lot of stuff. Uh Walking Dead, Bloodline, Sleepy Hollow, the T V series, The Middle, uh Chipwrecked, and a lot more. A lot more, dude. How long have you been? Chipwrecked. Chipwrecked, that was awesome. Was it? Throw that dude, in there. I love that. That was the first no, movie I took my sons to see in theaters. They were like probably two or three. Like they were still real little, but that was the first movie I took them to see. So I thought that was really cool. That's hilarious, man. <laughs> <laughs> what did you play in that movie? Uh, absolutely nothing. Like I was an extra. Like oh. they hired thirty of they hired thirty of us to just fill the background, but. It wasn't something like I was into, but you got to cruise for an entire week and just hang out and party. So oh. we just had a blast the entire the entire time. That's awesome. That How, was uh, one of the Chipmunk movies. Is that yes, it yeah, it was Chipwreck. They, yeah, they were yeah. on a, a party cruise. David, they went on a David cruise. Cross was in that, right? I think so. Or yeah, David Cross was there and yeah. Jason Lee. Yes, I know oh, Jason Lee. Cool. He played. Uh, he played Dave. He played. Yeah, Dave. yeah, yeah. It was it was a cool movie. It was like as far as yeah, kids movies went, it was. Pretty good, pretty good. What's well, so funny is, like I said, we all shot for a week, and then the movie came out a few months later, and we all went to the movies to see it, like as a big group, like a bunch of nerds. And <laughs> the whole movie, like, we shot for an entire week, and it was the first three minutes of the movie. And then it was like an hour and a half of, you know, I don't even remember. Yes, yeah. <laughs> that's, Hollywood. that's Hollywood for you right there. <laughs> that's so cool. I was going to ask too, Jeremy, as an actor, have you ever, um, you being from Atlanta, um, have you ever had to um, get rid of an accent? Well, it was funny. Is like I was born in Georgia and I moved to Seattle when I was about four or five. So I never really got that southern accent. And then I moved down to Florida. And now I'm back in Atlanta. But I'll tell you, the twang, it, it kind of comes back every once in a while. Like you have a uh, conversation with someone down here. And that Georgia boy comes out. So, <laughs> no, nah, I never never really had a ditch an accent, though. Okay. That's cool. That's cool. Um, and I saw, too, you only started acting because of a sports injury, correct? Yeah, yeah. I kind of thought I was going to go on to do some sort of collegiate sport and – 
right there in the middle of uh, lacrosse I was playing actually at the University of Washington I tore out my my other knee I should have said my first one was in high school and it, I mean just like your typical jock story like you know senior year things are going great and bam varsity blues dude we had a so. friend too and uh, he played football uh, James and he had had he had I forget how many back surgeries he played football and just got just got really beat up really beat up oh yeah it. oh yeah but I, I saw on your IMDb too it said you had a blood clot from uh in your right arm was that from a sports injury no I was actually at the time I was living in Orlando working for um Fear Factor Live they were doing a stunt show down there hmm. um and I work a lot with stunt guys and stuff and so I got a job into stunt rigging and it was just um somebody kind of fell off the wall and you know like those movies where you see like a coiled rope just you know going away and someone's got to grab that rope well i grabbed the rope and kind of pulled my shoulder out of its place and then the next day like my whole arm was black and blue and you know four months later they had to stop well or excuse me first they stopped the blood clots and then they diluted them i had shoulder surgery and turns out like one of my main you know um veins to my heart to my arm was cut off so they had to break out my top two ribs and rip them out and yeah it was a whole long fiasco wow i got very lucky got very very lucky because i read that they said you weren't you were probably not going to survive and and you did well first thing the doc told me he said just be prepared but we we might have to amputate and i was oh i lost i lost it there so oh but then yeah over time i realized like the blood clots you know the the pinched vein was stopping it from going to my heart so they had to dilute everything and break it all down and that took that took months of months of uh angioplasties and coumadin which anybody out there ever know of or heard of coumadin knows it's some serious stuff and that, uh, that's yeah, a blood man. thinner correct yeah massive mm-hmm. blood thinner like you can't shave or you can't like like i bumped a desk and like my you know bruised like a peach type thing bruised up wow i remember i used to work with yeah. older guys because I, I worked in a retirement community and uh one of the guys on blood thinners like hey, it could be like august 90 degrees or more and humid and he would be cold he would be cold because of it that's what yeah that's that's crazy wow yeah wow so are you completely recovered from that right now I mean, like I have constant, you know, discomfort in there, but that's just something the doc told me I'd have to live with the rest of my life. But yeah, no wow. complaints. I mean, but still, just nothing, being alive. Too bad. Yeah, yeah, wow, that's amazing. And I saw too, you're a uh, you're a second degree black belt in Taekwondo. Oh, glory days, baby! <laughs> <laughs> have you ever used I that? Studied, I, have you ever, ever used it in real you, life? Use nah. it in real life I or mean, in a movie role or acting role? Oh, in a in a movie role have I used my ninja skill sometimes yes uh, not really like I, I had to play football in my very first movie there and I took a beating on that one but <laughs> nah I did martial arts with my brother and sister and my dad like growing up for you know 15 years and you know every one of us got our black belt and I actually got second degree black belts but I think I, I stopped doing that when I went to college you know but it's uh, I guess it's something that's in a book somewhere so it's kind of cool <laughs> yeah, my name's in there somewhere it's cool <laughs> You should put an ad out for yourself that just says, uh, actor looking to be in a movie where I can make use of my ninja skills. <laughs> no, no, who's the, who's the instructor on Napoleon Dynamite with the with the American flag pants? I want to be him. Oh, yes, yes. <laughs> 
Jeremy, I was I wanted to ask you too. What is the craziest thing you've seen going down, like go down in production of a film or show? In production or a film, I mean nothing like. I think. I mean, there's been some really cool moments. I mean, like last year when we shot the very first episode of season eight of The Walking Dead, like the very first day, it felt like you know like your first day at school, and we're all out shooting in the field, and this storm came in and it it halted production for like a good hour and so just like they did in elementary school like everybody went on the bus and so the entire <laughs> the entire cast and crew were sitting on this you know 60 passenger bus just in a in a massive storm and it was just like one of the coolest moments i remember and was it one of the props like on this on the in the stage or was it like was it like a trailer yeah. so it was like right no, there you were like, acting and you just had to get in was, it yeah, it was it was on set, like it was used in the shot. So if you go back to somewhere in season eight when we're staging the cars and everything, there's a school bus in there somewhere, and we spent a good amount of time trying to avoid a storm. So <laughs> wow, that's awesome. I was gonna say too, <laughs> yeah. in that one scene, you had the fake Megan head, right? When you raided the the, the Savior's outpost. Yeah, yeah, we had a, a fake uh, Jeffrey head. Yeah, even even though it was a prop, did it did it freak you out? It uh, it was Gregory's head. Sorry, it was a fake Gregory head. Oh, yeah, that's uh, right. The the, re- the realism in in the detail in that show, like you could have broken that head open, and it would have looked like a human head. Like it if was. a cop found me with that, like I would have yes. time. It really looked but, like like just like him too. It was really. So you're really... saying they, they they actually put that much effort into it, where they're even like designing the layers underneath. Oh, yeah. Like, they don't cheap out. Not on the special effects on that show. And I think it's more along the lines in case they need to use it for something else. Like, maybe they had to shoot the head or maybe they had to, like, smash it or something. Yeah. It beats having to build a second one. But that being said, I had to hold that thing up for quite a long time. Oh, that was, wow. that was heavier than it looked, actually. Wow. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, too, what um what from that show is your favorite moment, favorite memory? Favorite? Oh, man. I mean, a lot of behind-the-scenes stuff, just like, you know, going out to dinners and, you know, hanging around the hotel and trying to find things to do. We went hiking and we went shooting archery and things like that. Like, you don't get that a lot on on most shows. Yeah. People just kind of show up, do their job, and, you know, you just try not to mess it up on set. You know, with Walking Dead, never got that. It was always a big family. When you got to set, it was just like you and your buddy shooting in the backyard. Um, But, you know, so many funny things with – Stephen Young, who played Glenn, uh, just remember like one take. He just uh, just making everyone laugh in a very unlaughable situation, which was cool. Uh, one time we shot to like four in the morning, where all the guys had to run in with like guns blazing type thing, like very very serious stuff. And he came in just screaming bloody murder, and everyone laughed. <laughs> and one day we rolled up to set, and you could hear on the radio that we were late, like we were, you know, we were actually stopped at a light. So the song, uh, the Bohemian Rhapsody song, came on. And yeah. we pulled up, and we're already late as can be. And we're all about to get out, and Steven stands up. He goes, no, 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 turn it up, turn it up. And he turns up, like, right when the, like, the headbanging scene, you know, the part of the song comes on. Galileo. And he opens up, yeah. Yeah. So he opens up the van, and we all come out, and the music <laughs> is just blasting out of this thing. And Steven just walks out like he's, you know, like Mick Jagger or something like <laughs> That's that. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah, that, that, was, that was fun. That's super cool. That's so cool. I love that. I love the hearing that. That's such a great thing. Like, yeah, like working on it. And yeah, even when you guys weren't working, you were you were having a great time. 
Yeah, I mean, I do a lot of a lot of conventions. Um, so when I travel, I get to see a lot of people again and meet new people, obviously, which is cool. I was going to ask if you did any of the Walker Soccer conventions. You know, I haven't done Walker Stalker. There's a there's a handful of my friends and I, you know, trying to try to do this, but um, you know, it's not our choice. They they choose the characters they want to bring. Oh. So just hoping one day they'll they'll give me a shot. I know we're yeah. doing it in Atlanta. I think next month, and I live here, so I might just go cosplay as like Norman. Or I was gonna say, I was gonna say can cosplay you just show yourself. Up? Yeah, be like, look, I'm Andy. I, I'd be t- I'd be way too <laughs> insulted if I showed up cosplay to myself and no one knew who the hell it was. I <laughs> guess like, mortified. You so. just have to have the head with you, and then you. That's it. Right, yeah. yeah, you gotta get that head. Oh, man, that, that's actually pretty funny. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's cool. I love though. I love your um. Just your banner picture on Twitter with it was it's you and like Morgan and a whole bunch of other actors and and just some of the guys that have that were are like it looks like they're working the cameras and stuff like it's such a cool such a cool I'm picture. To, I'm signing into my Twitter right now. Oh yeah, that, uh, that was actually right after we got shot. So me and my oh. buddy Brent there, you know, Freddie and Andy got shot. So yes. there's a lot of downtime and everyone was just kind of goofing around. And <laughs> I never like to take pictures on set. Um, <laughs> You know, some sets are cool, some are very not. Walking Dead, you kind of sign stuff that you won't take photos. Um, and, you know, people do that, and there's enough respect on the show to know that no one's going to post anything. But just having it in my phone made me nervous because, you know, <laughs> you just never know. Yeah. You hand your phone to someone to look at a photo, and they swipe right, you know, which is always very annoying. Um, and they start to scroll. I don't know. It's just too many things. But then I took that photo. Um, and that was a great memento on the way out. It is. It's, it's an awesome picture. Um, I was going to say, too, what is uh, So Dark, the series? Oh, So Dark is really, really something cool. I did it like five years ago. Uh, my friend Melanie contacted me, and you know, I read the script. And it was really cool. And it was just this little short film. Um, and I'd never heard of anybody, you know, like the directors, the producers. But um, like I said, I really liked the script. And he sent me a sample of what he was thinking about and really liked it. And there was like a comic book involved. And so I was like, cool, let's do this. And so we shot like 14 hours just straight through the night on a Miami Metro with like four actors. And, you know, we rented this thing. And the, the we had to move the, the train once or twice. Um, and I guess that cost a lot of money. So we shot it really low production. We sent oh. it around, you know, circuits and stuff for short films. And it did really well. Um, and then we got a grant from Amazon because we had won something and we funded a second one, and now we're and that was like two years later. And so now jump ahead another two years later, we got a comic book out on Amazon Prime. Uh, so dark and so pretty. It was so pretty, and then so dark was part one and two, and now we're trying to make it a series. So cool. it's just the so dark series. But I saw yeah, like we're, a picture. We're in, um, production. Is it is it a zombie? Is it a zombie uh, film or? No, no, it's a vampire. He's a oh. I play Sean, and he's a he's a vampire, but he's like. I consider him like the Dexter of vampires. Like he basically, you know, he's a good guy, but he just kills really bad people. And at the end of the first one, you see kind of a small, you know, glimpse of what he does. So cool. Sounds awesome. Yeah, I'm pretty proud of that one. Yeah, it sounds awesome. And uh, I was going to ask too, is there any, it's only nine oh. minutes, man. Check it out. Oh, that's it. Okay. Yes, definitely. Definitely. Cause I saw it like today, like last minute, I had already done like the guest prep last night and I was like, Oh, what's that? It looks cool. Looks cool. Yeah, first one's nine minutes, and the second one I think is like twenty. So yeah, they're just two shorts. Nice. 
I was going to ask too, Jeremy, is there any actor or actress, if you ever met, that you would be starstruck? Just lose my lose my cool? Yeah. I'm trying to think. Um, I mean, I met Harrison Ford once. Um, years ago, I was working at a convention, like handing out flyers type thing, and he walked by and asked him for an, or a picture, and he said no. <laughs> and it just totally, it totally crushed me, because he's like, Indiana oh. Jones is one of my favorites. Yeah. Um, but he was, very, he was very nice. He shook my hand, and he explained to me. He was like, That's sorry, cool. kid. And he like he called me kid, and that's like Tom Solo, so it's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. Um, he just said like he just said, "Would you settle for a handshake because a, a photo would ruin my day?" Because you know there's people around staring at him. So yeah, um, I don't know who I just lose my crap over. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I met the Fonz this year. That was pretty cool. Oh, that is so cool! <laughs> so cool. Yeah, I met the Fonz. And then I, I met Freddy Krueger, Robert England, so that oh, like wow. freaked me out at the same time. But like, it was cool. It that was is, cool. dude. That's amazing, amazing stuff. Does yeah. Robert England just come off as a horror film character? Is, is like, he like a ghoul? Yeah, in real life. He's, yeah. He's, he's creepy. Yeah, he's creepy and cool all at the same time. I don't know how he does it, but he pulls it off nicely. <laughs> that's just who he is. I love it. I love it. <laughs> oh God. I saw too. I saw too, Jeremy. You worked um, a, on a, a cruise ship for a, like six months as a host. What is that like? Oh, did oh, didn't I work for almost a year and a half on the cruise ship? I um, back in college at UW, I came down and did what's called a college program. You kind of work for Disney for six months and get you know internship, real world experience, whatever. Okay. Um, and I was a life. I was a lifeguard here for six months, and then when I graduated a friend of mine just kind of threw out the, Hey, why don't you work on a cruise ship? And I, I never been on a cruise in my life. I didn't even know you could do that. <laughs> uh, so I, I applied and next thing you know, I just uh, jumped on. So I just dropped my phone. Um, <laughs> yeah. Next, next thing I know I was on a flight from Seattle to Orlando and I just jumped on a ship, not knowing what I was doing. Next thing I know, I'm like hosting parties and dancing like a pirate. So it was cool. <laughs> See, I didn't think it like in my twenties, it would sound great. But then like, I was thinking like, it might not be, <laughs> it could be like a terrible experience. And I, I knew some people that had really bad experiences, but uh, I did not. I had a great, great time. Oh, that's cool. That is cool. Are there any um, upcoming projects that you could tell us about? Um, I think I'm writing something right now with my buddy Peter uh, Dante. Um, he's he's out in California right now, but we're writing a script together, so we're hoping to get that project up and we're running. Uh, auditioning left and right, hopefully this week. Um, but yeah, nice. It's like every other actor back to the grind. Yeah, yeah. Is that like how does that work? Is it like are you out there every day like? at multiple auditions or do you wait to get like an email or something from like an agent? Yeah. You basically wait for your agent to, to write you and let you know what's going on. Um, and it definitely comes in waves. I mean, you'll do nothing for like, like a good two months and then one week you'll have like 10 auditions. So, wow. Um, yeah, right now it's, it's really busy. I mean, I have a, I have a roommate who's an actor and he had like four auditions yesterday and I didn't get one. So, Hopefully uh, tomorrow. Hopefully tomorrow is my day. Yes, yes. Is there ever a time where you're like, shit? Maybe I got to get a factory job. Like, does it ever get get to be that oh, long man. of a time where you don't have an audition? Well, that's constantly looming in your mind. And you know, actors, you know, they're not just actors. Everyone does something. 
Um, but yeah, lo- writing's keeping me busy these days. A lot of the convention tours are really cool. That's and, cool. Um, you know, God bless residuals. And as long as you're just relatively smart with your money, you know. Yeah. You, you can survive quite a while, but it is very difficult for for actors you know yeah yeah it's kind of like working like construction or something you gotta save that money and then be off for the winter type of thing like yeah you gotta you basically gotta smart yes yeah. yeah what um I basically try not to wait spend my money that's pretty much it right now yeah <laughs> what's the slowest time of the year for an actor <clears throat> um usually around the holidays okay. um usually you know, like most productions are going on right now and um yeah, right around Thanksgiving, I would say, until about April. It's kind of slow. That's usually yeah. when they get ready for pilot season, which is when all the writers are busy and they're trying to cast new shows and make new shows. So, Cool, cool. What uh, You said you tour conventions. What conventions do you tour? Um, like I just came back from Buffalo, did a Buffalo Comic Con. I'll be in Rhode Island. Um, November, I'm going out to... Kansas to do a, a charity fundraiser out there uh, for Topeka Haunted Woods. Um, yeah, so staying busy. I have a, a convention manager. Uh, she's actually just texting me. She's going to Guatemala with um, one of her partners and clients, uh, Spencer Wilding. He's um, the Darth Vader of Rogue One, so he's pretty popular. Cool. Um, yeah, she takes care of most of that for me, which is really cool. I thought you were going to say she texted you, just hang up on these guys. These guys suck. <laughs> <laughs> Jeremy, I wanted to ask you, too, at those conventions, like, what is one of the coolest, like, interactions you've had with a fan? Oh, man. Uh, there's been some cool ones. Um, but basically, it's just, like, this coolest, humblest experience. Like, people want to come up and talk to you and chat with you. And sometimes I just feel like I'm at a garage sale, like trying to sell, you know, crap. But yeah, yeah, it's, it's the experience with everyone. It's really cool. Like most people, like some of the bigger actors, people wait in lines for, upon hours, and yeah. you know, they meet they meet like you know one of the Avengers, and they take a photo and they move on. Um, I do a lot of these conventions with some friends. You know, we're not as big as actors, obviously, but you get a lot. Of, you know, spend a lot of time with people and talk to them and. I don't know. Just getting getting to travel has been really cool. I had a I have a collection on my refrigerator of magnets from everywhere I get to travel. So it's kind of cool to know that you know I get to travel and do that stuff. That That's is a lot of fun. yes. What is uh, what has been one of your favorite places that you visited? Oh, I went to um, uh, Birmingham, um, uh, England last year. I got to go with my friend uh, Ann Mahoney, who plays uh, Olivia on the show, and. Just get to travel over there was so cool. And I went to Canada. Canada would have been a lot more fun, but I got food poisoning. So oh. it was gorgeous. Yeah, Prince George, Canada, BC. It was so gorgeous up there. And like the second night, I was, you know, I got so sick. So I had to sit oh. it out for 24 hours. Yeah. And we were only there for like four days. Oh, so yeah. That place was really cool. That's cool. And I love Rhode Island. Like I'm going to Rhode Island next month and, or two months, excuse me. And that place is just become like a second home i've traveled up there so many times that's awesome that's awesome good people yeah <laughs> nice nice dude jeremy thank you so much for talking to us it's been it's been a great time hey man my pleasure man appreciate you guys uh hitting me up absolutely um where can everybody find you uh i'm not too difficult to find on social media it's just my name so jeremy palco on instagram and uh, Twitter. Uh, I try to do Facebook. For some reason, Facebook's just really getting annoying these days. So it has been uh, right. Twi- 
It's getting yeah, worse, it's like, I feel. I get, I get tagged in so many things, and it's horrible. <laughs> like, things that I have things I have nothing to do with. You know, like, I, I, I get put in a cooking group or something like that. I don't cook. <laughs> Uh, I hate when you comment on something and then you get notifications like because a hundred other people commented on it like dude right. just, I don't need to see their stuff yeah I got tagged in a in like a walking dead Brazil group and the Brazilians who I love dearly I've been down there a couple times uh, they're crazy like I get put in this group and the next thing I know like I turn around I had over a thousand notifications one weekend because wow. I got tagged in this group, and it took me forever to how to get out of the group. So right. I'm get, getting pretty good at that now. <laughs> I always do. Anytime, like, even on Twitter or Facebook, like, as soon as I start getting notifications from another, like, person's post or whatever, I instantly mute that. I'm like, yeah, no, I can't. Yeah. I can't be getting this all the time and not deal with my own stuff. Yeah. Like, it's it's rough. It's yeah. rough. <laughs> But thank you again, Jeremy. It's, it's been a great time talking to you, brother. Hey, my pleasure. We'll, uh, we'll keep in touch on social media. Absolutely, we will. Have a good one, dude. Hey, you too. Later. Later, dude. So cool. You tired, Slim? Yeah, I actually... You uh, look tuckered out. No, like I could just tell like in the interview. I was like, oh, no, some, some need to... I didn't to, get uh, to bed until late last night. So it was just <laughs> oh, terrible. What were you doing? What wild shit? Uh, no, I just went out with a friend, uh, that came down, oh. uh, had a few drinks at the bar, that's yeah. really it, and then, like, played Super Smash Bros. Well, don't football, fucking do that so. tonight I know, right? That's, that's bad. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're right. That's, that's irresponsible. No, I can just tell, like, no, I, I yeah. was like, oh, some... I, I'm trying real hard, because I yawned a few but, times, and I'm just like... Well, no, I, yeah, I see that, too, but, yeah, no, there's just some nights you just can't sleep, like, I... Yeah. There's some nights you just lay in bed all night. You just can't sleep. It's one of the worst things ever. One more, more often, things. lately, for some reason, with me, it's been it's been hard. There's been at least once or twice a week where I can't get to bed till like three. It's like yeah. ah, spring to summer. I think is one of them, and like, and yeah, this time like it's like season changes for me. Yeah. So yeah, no, it just sucks, especially getting older. Mm. Sucks and things suck more. And <laughs> yep. Things are gonna suck more. So. Oh, thanks. Look forward <laughs> to that. We'll be back. Are you looking to spice things up in the bedroom? Been fantasizing about surprising your lover with an adventurous new toy or adult movie? Well, here's an offer you won't be able to resist. Go to adamandeve.com, and for a limited time only, you'll get 50% off just about any item. But that's not all. Oh, no. When you select your one item at 50% off, you'll also receive three free adult DVDs for a little inspiration. Plus, a free extra gift so sensual, we can't mention it on the radio. And to top it all off, we'll even throw in free shipping on your entire order. And no, we're not teasing. So check out adamandeve.com today for this special offer. Get 50% off one item when you type ROB for the offer code upon checkout. When you do, you'll get three free DVDs, a free extra gift, and free shipping. Just use offer code ROB, R-O-B, ROB, at adamandeve.com. Hey guys, it's Ryder Doll. I know what you're thinking. With all the porn out there, who's looking for phone sex? Well, I'll tell you who. Tens of thousands of totally normal guys just like you who felt lonely or, you know, in need of something different to get them off. So whether you're curious how to make me your hot little fuck toy for the night or you're absolutely desperate to make me your girlfriend, 
check me out on riderdoll.com. That's R-Y-D-E-R-D-O-L-L.com. Click the tab for deals and promotions. And just for hearing me on the Robin Slim Show, I'm going to hook you up with some free minutes to use in our first call. So what are you waiting for? Hit pause on the porn and visit me on riderdoll.com. I can't wait to make you blow a huge load and to blow your fucking mind. (laughs) This is horror author Isaac Thorne. Do you love Halloween? I have a new collection of short tales of dark horror that I guarantee will set you on edge. Road Kills features 11 short tales of dark comic horror and one spine-tingling screenplay. Right now you are safe. Just don't forget about what's waiting for you between the pages of my new book. Road Kills is available for order now from Amazon.com and other retailers in either paperback or ebook formats. It's there. It's waiting for you. Enjoy the ride. Hi, I'm Kevin Goatee, the editor and creator fluffer for comics watching comics and you're listening to the robin slim show robin slim show hey it's will guys how are you well good how you doing brother hey man we're good man we're good we're just trying to get this craziness uh get you guys on like uh all together with sean here that's what i was wondering is sean on with you or is he gonna yeah he's on with me yeah oh sean well, no, I got to figure oh. out how to, like, link him, like, together with us. Well, it's probably his fault. It's probably... No, it's not his fault. <laughs> <laughs> I blame it on the bossa nova. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, uh, let's see what I can do here. Yeah. Okay, guys. All right, I think he's going to call in. Okay. okay. All right, Thank cool. you, dude. He's the technical guru. <laughs> That's Slim. So you're yeah. the Rob of your show. <laughs> yeah, man. I'm just like the the hired muscle, uh, comic yeah. relief, yes. you know. Ear candy. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, Will, are we going to do yeah. a show together? Like, we got to get rid of these guys. <laughs> we know we need uh, them. We need them. They got to do that. Yeah. Other- <laughs> yeah. But, Will, your show, Dudes in Toyland, how long have you guys been doing it? Man, we've been at it almost a year now. Awesome. Awesome. I know you've been part of like the Potter family group that I'm in. Like it's been a while. It's, it's been a while. And yeah, I, I just, I just, uh, checked your show out just when I did guest prep and I, I love you guys. You guys are awesome. Oh, good. Thank you. No problem, dude. Yeah. That's what I feel bad. A lot of times, like I don't get to check shows out unless I'm interviewing them. Like, and it's just, cause I just, you know, life, you got jobs, you got kids. Oh, dude, like, yeah. Yeah. And you got your own show. Like it's, it's hard to get to certain things like, Oh yeah. And if, and if you're like Sean, you've got like, he does his hot wheels customs and it's like, um, yeah, he's like uh, like a Picasso with that man. So Is he's he? like, yeah. What's a hot wheels custom. Oh, he takes Hot Wheels and Matchbox cars, and he, dude, this is, he'll tell you more about it. I, I can't, I can't even. But oh, we got him calling. As soon as call, like, we'll put your active call. Oh, I can't add oh, the we group? Can't, we can't take him, Will. We can't add him to what? the group. 
Yeah, that's weird. This guy's being stupid. It says answering this call will put your active call on hold. Yeah, we're sorry, Sean. We're sorry, bro. No, we're gonna get him, man. We're gonna get him. We're gonna do it. <laughs> well, so what is what is your uh, podcast like? What's the premise behind it? So, hey, we were one of these guys. Well, two of these guys. Sean had um, a podcast, the Geeks Talk Back. Okay. And I was listening to them, and I was just like a fan, just listening and you know interacting through social media. And it was Sean and Chris that or originally had it. They uh, are buddies together. They work in the same job together. And then Chris kind of like life got in the way, and Chris had to like change shifts and like dramatically change life. And Sean yeah. was like, "Hey, I want to keep doing this," and Sean didn't. Yes. I mean, I mean, sorry. So Chris didn't. Sean wanted to do it. Chris didn't. Yes. Do his job. So, uh. yeah, there. I'm not dyslexic. I'm just tired <laughs> and hopped up on cold medicine. So. <laughs> so we were and I was on the Geeks Talk back a few times. And then Sean's like, hey, you want to kick this off with me? I was like, let's do this. Oh, wow. Yes. So, yeah. It was like Phoenix out of the ashes rises another. Cool. Cool. Yeah, yeah, yes. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, it's just been like a roller coaster ride of awesome the entire time. Nice, dude. And I, I, yeah. I just saw by your profile, it seems to be like, I, I don't know if both you guys are, but you're a fan of the 80s toys. Oh, my God, dude. Fan. Yeah, dude. dude I'm like a fanatic. Were they not the best? Oh man, Tours they were. They, ever. They, these kids don't know what they're missing today. You I hate to sound like an old man, like, get off my yeah. lawn, you old. You damn kids, but you know, I'm Slim, gonna. Slim is a '90s kid. Yeah. Well, like, yeah, that's okay. It's okay, you know? but like, he came after. Like, it was kind of like on the deep, on the on the end, the tail end of that. Like, even the end of. Uh, do you remember even when they changed Transformers from like the metal ones? Yeah. They changed them to all plastic, and they just weren't yep. the same. They the Generation Two, they call them. Like, they just weren't. Yeah, as good. Gen Two. Yes. Yeah, I mean, they were cool, and I know people love them, and yes. I totally respect that, but it's just not mine, you know? Yes, yes. I, I just know all the Transformers I had would just break constantly. That's kind of how they were. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Yep. What was your favorite of all all the toy lines, Will? Oh, dude, G.I. Joe. No I thought question. So. Yeah, I thought so about your Twitter feed. Yes. No question. Who was your favorite G.I. Joe character? Oh, hey, Sean's calling me, like, on the phone phone. Ooh. You're in yeah. trouble, Will. <laughs> Hold on. Let me see if we can do this here. Okay, dude. All right, Sean. I'm talking to you, like, on the phone, and I'm talking to them on Skype. This is riveting. Oh, <laughs> I love it. We got you, dude. Can, can, uh, Sean wants to know, guys, can, if, if Sean calls in, can you guys add him? I would try it. Yeah, try calling with they a number. They said try it. They say try calling in. Yeah, because I tried to add you, but for some reason it's adding up your – it's using your old account, which isn't working anymore. Yeah. Yeah. This <laughs> is the one side. Okay, man. Yeah. Okay. I'll play Sean. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Right, awesome. This is like riveting awesome. to the great. listeners. That's probably like, what? Well, that's all right. I'm, I'm, I'm voicing. Oh I'm God. doing Sean's voice for him. Yeah, yeah. 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 I'll come get a call. All right. Oh, look. Add the group. Oh, my God. Is it going to work? Robin. Oh, Sean? Something. Sean. 
I'm here. Uh, yeah. no, he doesn't sound anything like the way I just made him sound. <laughs> he was just making fun of you, Sean. I would, I would punch him, but I'm drunk. <laughs> Come on, dude. It's not my fault. It's all of our fault. Trying to right? call him the show. <laughs> Sean, Will just told us G.I. Joe is his favorite of the toys from the 80s. What is yours? My favorite all time has to be Star Wars. Cool. That's quiet, what I was going to say. We I had some of those. We had the best toys. We had Star Wars. We had Thundercats. We had Transformers. Yes. We had, oh my God. The Master of the Universe. Yes. The mask. I mean, I mean, 80s was where the toys were at. Cool. Yes. Well, what do you guys think about like the newest toys today? Like, do you think they're doing better? I was going to ask about the remakes. How do you feel? Because I feel like the Transformers, Power of the Primes, they got it down. They got it down. Dude, that blackout is amazing. Yes. The, yes. The, the, yeah, is it cinematic or whatever it is? It's from the Bayformers, but I think it's amazing. <laughs> yes. Yes, I agree. I totally agree on that. <laughs> but it was like yeah, for I mean, a while. I'm sorry. For a while, it just seemed like any toy you bought, you couldn't figure out how to transform, even with the instructions. They were so hard. The newer ones? And yeah. Like, okay. And then I felt like, like we were just saying, like the Power of the Prime ones, they brought it back to where you could, you could understand it again. Like it was, it was doable. Oh yeah, I mean, I've had Ikea furniture with simpler instructions than the fucking Transformers. <laughs> Bro, I'd be looking at YouTube videos and still not have a clue. Not have Dude, a clue. Have, have, have you guys tried Chinese Legos yet? Like the Chinese knockoff Legos? I heard you guys talking about that. Dude, you want to talk about hard, okay? <laughs> Dude, it might as well be in Chinese. I'm like, I don't even know what the hell's going on. I here. was going to ask you about them, though. Is any, I my kids have gotten knockoff Legos and they're never as good as Legos. Are, do they connect like Legos do? Like, how do they work? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. I mean, I mean, what you save in money, you make up in time as yeah. far as instructions go. But <laughs> yeah. the quality, the, but the quality, quality, the color, because I because and, and they're always they're always missing pieces. Pieces are always missing. Uh -huh. So so you place the two or four or five or ten that are missing out of a four thousand piece set. You <laughs> always replace them with actual Legos, but they look exactly the same. They they play the part. Okay, cool. Because I was gonna say, so, like, so my absolutely. kids have gotten knockoff Legos that, like, you put them together and they're falling apart. They're <laughs> not. They're not even close. No, I just found okay, the instructions well, were the worst. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Well, the the quality of the blocks and the the I guess the, the quantity because you're always missing you know, a few pieces here and there are, um, but <laughs> <laughs> but they're okay. But again, I mean. You're you're paying a hundred dollars versus you know seven hundred dollars for, for the actual you know, yeah. you know the, the Lego Millennium Falcon versus the Chinese knockoff Millennium Falcon. Yeah, but you definitely uh, you definitely you know come out in the end because you save a lot of money, dude. And the the quality of the parts are just as good. Okay, because yeah, dude, that Lego brand price is insane, insane. Mm -hmm. Yeah, man. And what when I, I got my, because uh, Sean got his uh, knockoff Lego Voltron first, and then I got mine, and I figured, well, you know, I bought it from China, so I'm going to use child labor to put it together anyways. So my 14-year-old daughter, amazing kid, all right, love my daughter, okay? Yeah. Peaceful, wonderful kid. Okay, she's putting these together, and I see her with the Voltron sword, and she's like eyeballing the, 
the, the lines like, I'm going to shank all of you here in a minute. Because she was so frustrated with the destruction. She was losing it. Yes. Oh, I, no. Like, wow. Yeah, the kid has the patience of a saint and as gentle as a rabbit. Yeah. I mean, come yeah. on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the the janky ass Voltron Chinese knockoff Lego is not a you know, representation of the Chinese Lego quality because that was some kind of weird one off that I think was their own original you know design because mm. it's not like the actual Lego Voltron. It's like a dude. I don't even fucking know what you can call it. It is a janky ass fucking set. That'll but work. I've yeah, janky-ass set. There you go. I've, but I've got the uh, the um, knockoff Star Wars Death Star set, and it's just as good as the real deal. That's I have cool. the, you know, I have the Falcon. It's just as good as the real deal. Cool. I have what I call the Alderaan set, and it's like 2,000 pieces that's just in a bag. <laughs> Oh, is it too soon? Is it too soon? Okay. Whoops. <laughs> nice. I love it. I love it. Wait, I don't get it. No. <laughs> well, I wanted to ask you though, who is your favorite G.I. Joe character? Oh my god, that's asking me like which one of my kids are my favorite. Oh, man. I was just gonna say on my end. I would say it's Shipwreck. Shipwreck, I don't know. I always loved them. Always loved them. Yeah. Yeah, but see, I was a Navy corpsman, uh, and there's never a Navy corpsman. Now, there are Army medics and Doc and Lifeline, oh. but there's never a Navy corpsman. Oh. So I'm like, damn, where do I go? Shipwreck, <laughs> you know, uh, as much as I, you know, I'm like I said, I'm a sailor, you know, you know, go Navy. But I look at him and I'm like, dude, no, he didn't. No, you didn't no. feel that he didn't do <laughs> you. He didn't do you justice. <laughs> no, absolutely not. <laughs> oh man, now I feel but like I'd a jerk. Say, uh, I'd probably <laughs> say torpedo. Okay, I also loved uh, Snake Eyes. Snake Eyes, just amazing. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. And his wolf. Every, everyone loves those guys. Yeah, yeah, Timber. Yes. And Timber, right. I got, um, uh, I forget what year I got it. It was like a remake of him, and it still sold for a lot of money. Still sold for a lot of money. Oh, yeah. I mean, Snake Eyes is always the favorite. I mean, it's like the, the silent, you know, or the, the cool, quiet types, like the Snake Eyes and the Boba Fett. Those are always the most popular characters. Yeah. Is that why? Is that why? Because they don't, they're, they're not loud. And outspoken. Well, well, I, I, kind of, I think it is is that you can kind of make that person or that character whoever you want them to be. Yes, I you know? like that because you know the more outlandish they are, the more character they have that's already defined, and there's little, I guess, you know, artistic, you know, leeway there as far as it goes. Yeah. But you know, the, the quieter they are, the more you can put into them. So yes. the, the more you make them your own. I like that. That's awesome. Well, I was thinking because Snake Eyes was tapping a hot redhead, and my wife's a redhead. <laughs> You're the Snake Eyes. Anyway, the redheads are all, they're all crazy. <laughs> hey, man, they're either bi, polar, or sexual. You know, either way. Win-win, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but you're shooting the dice whether you have your, your bunny boiling in a pot on the stove, either one or one or the other. That's why I don't have a bunny. But yes, exactly. <laughs> yeah, don't get a bunny. Do not buy a bunny. <laughs> oh my god, so good. And uh, I, I was just gonna ask. I was gonna throw this out there. Favorite yeah. toy villain. Favorite toy villain. 
Oh, man. Uh, I got mine. Go ahead. I, didn't, I already got mine. All right, Sean, you go ahead and put the pressure on me, dude. Uh, Miles Mayhem from Mask. Ooh, snap. I never got that into Mask, guys. I don't even know what, what Mask is. I tried it and just, it was like, yeah, I couldn't. I couldn't. I don't even know what that is. Well, what? What did no, it stand you for? Know what Matthew? No, I'm, I'm a '90s for, kid. I don't, I don't know. Slim's a '90s boy, bro. He came <laughs> it after. It doesn't us. matter. Slim, GTS that. GTS it, baby. <laughs> okay. Google that stuff. Basically, yeah. For, for the layperson, Mask is you mix GI Joe and Transformers Combined. and build a Kmart. That's what Mask is. <laughs> yeah. oh, okay. But it's awesome. It's awesome. <laughs> See, yeah. I no, just, that sounds like oh, GoBots, though. It sounds like GoBots with guys. <laughs> GoBots with guys. No, no, no. GoBots go. was lame. There, there was one character that was like a GoBot <laughs> in Mask, and that was T-Bob. I, I like the fucking GoBots. You better have the GoBots. The GoBots get fucking bad rap. Well, you know, the, uh, they're like the poor kids Transformers. They just missed. That's what I was going to say. Like, my parents for a while couldn't yeah. afford Transformers, and I got the GoBots, and I was, I hated the world. <laughs> I hated the world, guys. <laughs> Yeah, my parents are like, exactly, what, are you doing? what are you doing knocking and giving me the knockoffs? Yeah. Dude, that, that, that's exactly it, dude. I mean, your parents couldn't afford Transformers, you got GoBots, dude. And then I came from, you know, humble beginnings, so I got a shit ton of GoBots. Yeah. I had zero Transformers. I got Transformers so. later. Like, yeah, dude, seriously, like, that was it. Like, yeah, it wasn't that even your parents were poor. It was just that Transformers were stupid expensive and GoBots were affordable. Or maybe you were that kid Absolutely. on the bus that like ate a transformer. Yeah, you don't want to be that kid. <laughs> that yeah, I was. Him. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> or, dude, <laughs> that totally fucking will. Will totally ate GoBots on the fucking bus. Hell yeah! And that's why I hate them now. <laughs> no. Will ruin them. I mean, I still... made a great chaser. <laughs> <laughs> I, I still love the GoBots because you know I know my roots. I know where I came from. You know, I love my leader one. I love my psych hill. You know, GoBots. Yeah, they I are cool. the Transformers. The, you know, the, the rich kids always are the Transformers. I had my GoBot. That was it. But, though. Uh, back to the question at hand. But mask. You know, we were talking about it on you know, like two episodes back again, you know, mask pretty much I think it's still short because the scale was smaller. You know, you couldn't play with, you know, the three three quarter G.I. Joe Star Wars with the mask figures because the mask figures were like two inches tall. So it was like, you know, G.I. Joe figures and then midgets. <laughs> or little people or dwarfs. Dwarves. Dwarves. I think it's vertically dwarves. challenged or whatever the fuck the PC term is now. But <laughs> but but you know, math was really it was underrated. It was, I think, actually you know, before its time, really. I, I think the math came out today. Math would be huge. Math would rock. Well, you think of it now, yeah. Mask could take like a little turn and go like the Fast and the Furious route, like yes. the rough around the edge edges, but like still fighting for the good guy, good guys. Yeah. There you, you know? Yeah, and, and that's it. I mean, I said it was like regular vehicle that transformed into something else. I mean, and, you know, Transformers are a huge game because of the goddamn bay formers. Yeah. But, you know, you know, you mix, you know, like, like Will said, you know, Fast and Furious and Transformers, you've got mass now. Yeah. That's a way better comparison than I gave of Transformers and G.I. Joe together, you know. <laughs> so, you know, Transformers and, yeah. you know, Fast and Furious, you've got mass. It could that's, work. That's, that's a great analogy. Yeah. 
Yeah, okay, Slim, are you Googling that? Are you looking up, like, masks? No, I'm falling He's asleep, falling asleep, asleep in his chair, guys. <laughs> oh, dude, <laughs> sit on a testicle or something. <laughs> <laughs> dude, okay. come on, man. You'd, you'd love masks. <laughs> yeah. We were it's just talking. Period, A period, S period, K period. Yeah, exactly. got out of the periods. We were and just... really... And oh. to really flex my nerddom, it's mobile armor or mobile army was armored? Armored armor strike, strike command. command. Okay, that's why I, yeah, I couldn't even remember. I couldn't even remember what it stood for. I knew it stood for <laughs> something. <laughs> mobile accessories. And I'm like three I'm like three crowns in right now, so I'm a little little close to myself. So. Nice. <laughs> nice. So what are you drinking? Uh, I'm drinking a uh, seltzer water. That's why you need to drink alcohol, <laughs> dude. You party animal slip. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's a wait. It's a, it, guys. It's a it's a polar uh, orange vanilla seltzer Ooh, water. Oh, you're living wow. on the edge, bro. Don't hurt yourself. Wow. <laughs> I don't know what would be better if someone's drunk or not. I don't know. We don't know. We don't want to question it, guys. Hey. <laughs> All good. All right. Well, anyway, so I came here late to the party because of technology issues and Skype versus phone versus whatever the fuck else was going on. What did, yeah. what, what, what did I miss? Did, did I, did oh. I miss anything or what's going on? Um... What did you say, Will, he d- that uh, Dude, Sean I was, does? I was reveling in your Pablo Picasso artistry of custom Hot Wheels custom and Hot Matchbox Wheels. cars. Yes. We wanted to know oh, what that was. Oh, Jesus. Jesus, okay, you're so. like all the apostles, dude. Whatever, you know. <laughs> I dabble in my freaking Hot Wheels. No, that Michelangelo so dabbled in painting, guys. All right, don't don't do this with him. He, 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 yeah, yeah, he, he's very humble, and that's awesome. But... <laughs> They're great. No, that's what I we mean, know. I, it took me 42 years of my life to find what I'm good at, and I'm good at customizing Hot Wheels. That's kind of where my expertise lies. I mean, I pretty much I take Hot Wheels cars and I turn them into the cars I want. That's you know, the cool. cars that you know that they don't make. That's so what not, So not just paint jobs. Like you're changing wheels on them and like designs. Yeah. Oh yeah, I change wheels. I paint interiors. I shave off spoilers. Like I took a a Buick Grand National and turned it into the car from uh, the movie. Um, Oh, fuck me. Um. No, I've never seen that movie. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen that movie. Oh, it's a good one, dude. Yeah, <laughs> that's a good movie, bro. I don't have a screen small yeah, spoiler. enough. Yeah, spoiler. There's, there's, you know, in the end, there's a money shot. No. Oh, um, no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, Denzel's in it. Ethan Hawke's in it. Uh, train, tra- training, training day. Chain spotting. Oh, yeah, training day. I, I took a, I, yeah, I, I took a good red national and turned it into the car from training day. That's cool. You know, that is by, wild. You know, shaving, yeah, shaving off the SS hood and making it a flat hood, and shaving off the spoiler on the trunk and making it a, you know the round Buick, you know, red national trunk. Wow. Is, the, is that yeah, a, is so there I a mean, big demand for that? I yeah. there's a there's a demand for myself for that. Yes. I mean, um, I've you know I, I've made you know various customs and I, I put them on eBay and I have an Etsy store, and the real only. Or the or you said only the the biggest draw or demand is for general leads for Dukes of Hazard. <sighs> Who was it? I mean, between eBay. Which one of you guys? I, what do you guys said you did one of those and got called like a liar? Like you didn't restore it. It was a res, or it was a restoration, right? That was me. That that was me. Yeah. 
I mean, I, I think Hot Wheels, you know, Dodge Chargers, and I sort of general lease, I sell them as, you know, you know, custom general lease. Well, yes. um, back in, Back in 81, Ertl put out a General Lee car. Yeah. Like the 18 car and everything else. Well, <clears throat> excuse me. Damn crowns coming back up. Woo-hoo. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, woo. Woo. So now, now I'm snorting. Holy crap. No, so um, I had... <laughs> I had, you know, I had, you know, taken a 1981 Ertl General Lee and stripped down to bare metal and primed it and painted and re-decaled and clear-coated and then put on eBay as a restored General Lee. Yes. And I went back and forth to this guy for, I don't know, probably a day and a half for, um, he's saying that this was not a restoration, this was a, a uh, uh, you know, a uh, reissued car that was put out, you know, back in 2005 when the movie came out, you know, they can be bought eBay for $4. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, we went on and on and on and on. And this guy saying how, how, you know, you know, you, you refund me $5 for the car and we'll call it even. I guess more than fair, you know, you need to be more careful about what you buy and what you put on eBay and how you sell it. Yeah. Yada, yada, yada. But it was. And, it was the real deal. And I, yeah, it was an 81 Earl generally that I stripped down to bare metal, repainted, then re-decaled, then clear-coated, then put out as an 81 restoration. Yes. And the guy was calling, he was calling me a liar. He said, you know, and I said, you know, I decided to take that high road. You know, you, you know, I will rather take it as a compliment that you think this is a factory car versus yes. you call me a liar. Yes. And the guy's saying, well, take it however you want. This is a reissue. Wow. Did you have to refund and him? Because I know good. eBay is stupid. I had um, I had a GameCube game I sold, and I didn't see any scratches uh-huh. on it when I sold it. But when the guy got it, he, he started attacking me, leaving bad feedback. He's like, there's all little scratches. He's like, it plays, but there's little scratches on it. So what's the problem? You don't look at the fucking back of the disc. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Wait a minute. I do. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> you guys do. I'm sorry. But no, uh, dude, these are honestly like he, I ended up refunding him and he sent it back. And like I still after he said it, I could hold a flashlight and see like really light scratches. It's, it, there's no gouges. Right. Like it was like this guy went crazy yeah. with it. Yeah, Probably because his mom I mean, took him out of space. <laughs> yes, yes. He had to sell his GameCube, so he, 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 his mom beat him yeah. <laughs> with the GameCube. Oh, is, is Will Ferrell. Is Will Ferrell from Woody Crashers? Oh, fuck! You know, that fucking guy. Yep. Yeah. No, um, well, the one thing that I had going for me was that he had already left him positive feedback. Oh. So, so basically, I had a blank check to blast him however I wanted. But I mean, he's I mean, he's going off. He's saying, you know what? Fine. You know what's the restoration? Send me a picture of the car before restored. That's what I was gonna you ask. Motherfucker. How do you prove it? It's like I, it's like I got a fucking camera phone, dude. I fucking took fucking pictures. Yeah. And I sent a picture. He's like, yeah, all right, whatever. So you know, he's going on and on and on about how, you know, this, that, and everything else, and how I'm going to send it back, and you give me a fucking refund, blah, 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 blah. And I said, dude, I mean, I mean, just out of curiosity, I mean, I mean I'm mean, i flattered. You know, I'm, yeah. I'm really flattered that you think this is a factory car. I mean, I made this in my own home at my own little hobby desk yeah. with 
a ten dollar you know Hobby Lobby airbrush and my decals and my you know, cheap paint, yada yada yada. This is a factory car. I'm like, dude, tell me what it is about this car that makes you think is that fucking amazing? Right? Yeah. So, so I mean, I send him the pictures of the you know, the car before restored. I send him a picture of five more that I have ready to be restored with the decals next to them, ready to put on the car, and nothing. It's fucking crickets. Yeah. And this is like a month ago, and he still has not come back to me. Wow. He has mailed the car back. So, yeah. Oh. I win. Yes. <laughs> I will. Happy customer in, in the end. <laughs> I love that he gave you the good feedback. See, I didn't even get that with the game. I was talking about this guy. This guy left bad feedback and then claimed he contacted me first to try to work it out. And I was like, dude, this guy never oh, contacted fuck that me. Guy. Yeah, yeah, dude, he was an asshole. Fuck, fuck him. Yes. Bullshit. Dude, if he yeah, did, so if he had contacted me, I would have worked with him. But no, he just instantly went to that. He instantly went to that. No. Man. Yeah, but before before I said anything, I went to my feedback rating. It's like, oh, you don't have feedback? Okay, game on, fucker. Yeah, once they leave you good feedback, yeah, no, they're, they're fucked. Yes, they are fucked at that point. But, know, but all that did for me is that next time I put out a restored generation 81, I'm going to include that entire email string. Like, look, this is how good my cars are. The guy called me on the wire. Yes. <laughs> on the page so, amazing. So, that that bitch, I hope he's fucking listening, fucking made me money. So yes. fuck you and thank you. Thank you and thank you and fuck you. I was going to say, guys, That's going true. back to the the villains, I loved uh, Mumra. He was so creepy. Like, even yes. if I see him nowadays, dude, he still, like, creeps me out. Mm-hmm. I don't think yes. Will actually ever answered that question. I think just Oh, Sean Will never answered right. just Sean. I didn't because Sean went on like a three crowns deep rant, and that's okay. <laughs> I do that. That's, yeah. that's my bag. I fucking, I ramble, so sorry. It's okay. He does that. that, that, that that's part of the endearing quality. Uh, my favorite has to be uh, uh, Serpentor from the A Real American Hero comic line. Wow. From Marvel. Really? Yeah, Serpentor, yeah, from the Real American Hero. From the G.I. Joe comic line. How different was he from the the TV show? It was a little different. Wow. He was more more of a badass. Yeah, I'm just him based on the com- or the TV show, some of yeah, cartoon because totally different man. You know, if you watch the cartoon, Cobra Commander basically made his boss, which is yeah. like, like, why the fuck would you do that? <laughs> yeah, you know. Yeah. So, car- yeah. So, so comic wise, I have no basis for a comparison. So, I will, I will yield you comic knowledge. I will too, because yeah, I've never read the comic, but I want to tell oh, you guys so too. Good. I remember I was I was a kid. Um, and I was hanging out with my buddy, and on the way home, I got hit by a car. And when I came what? to, dude, I had a, I had a concussion. When I came to in the hospital, all I cared about was that I thought I missed GI Joe. I thought I missed GI <laughs> Joe that day. And my mom was like, "No, you watched it." Oh. And I was like, "Oh yeah, I did." <laughs> right. As soon as she told me I, I watched it, I remembered. I remembered the whole episode. But like, that's all well, I was like pissed pushing about. Orderlies out of the way in the ER. Get out of the way! I need like, a TV. That's, G.I. Joe's that's, out of the way. Yes, that's all I cared okay. about was fucking G.I. Joe. That's a true fan right there. That's a real fan right there. I was like, fuck, I miss G.I. Joe. Life support. Yeah. <laughs> what happened to G.I. Joe today? 
He's, he's bringing his own. He's dragging his own ventilator. <laughs> Damn it! Commercial. I got my ass out in the in the, in the fucking scrubs. Yes, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Just get me to a TV, guys. Yep. We have to wrap this up, but you guys fucking rock. Thank you so much. Thanks, guys. Anytime. Well, thanks for having us. I mean, that's awesome. Yeah, thank I mean, you. We, we basically botched the first, you know, 17 minutes with the goddamn, you know, calamity of the Skype versus phone calls. Yada, yada, yada. <laughs> I know. I know. But we'll work it out. Slim will work his technical magic and make nice. it. Oh, make it a jam. That was a freaking clusterfuck. I mean, I mean, we, we did a four-way Skype. I mean, we did, you know, a two-part episode with a four-way Skype and no problems whatsoever. Try to call him to you guys and it's like, <laughs> Okay, what the fuck's going on? <laughs> Just something with our Skype. It's our Skype. I have I, well, I have an outdated Skype too because I'm always afraid to update it. So maybe, maybe but, that's the issue. Yeah, I don't know. Oh, maybe we're running. Yeah. Maybe we're running different versions of Skype. Oh, that could be. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because Will, because Will's daughter is always on on internet and it's always fucking up my goddamn bandwidth. So I'm I'm, I'm constantly updating Skype to make sure it's not my fault. That's, just, that's probably that's probably, that's probably what it was. Yeah, that would make sense. And then yeah. I go up there a little Ike and Tina turn. I'm like, look here, man. No more computer. Go to bed. <laughs> we're gonna be, we're gonna really find you guys. Oh man, we are. That's, that's all you will. That's all okay, you yeah. Will. We are uh, just uh, search us on Facebook, uh, dudes in Toyland. Uh, if you want to join, if you want to like us, go ahead. Please join right up. Uh, the minute I see you, I'll let you join. If if it's set, not set up that way, Instagram. We are on Instagram, and that's uh, one of the best ways probably to catch us because I'm I'm the social media junkie. So um, we're at toy. Uh, dudes in Toyland Pod P-O-D That's us Real quick Yeah Yeah Were you guys bummed out The Toys R Us closed down Dude I still don't want to talk about it Okay I, I'm bummed out about that But I was I think I was more bummed out When KB closed I loved KB Toys Well at least when When KB went down That was sad But yes. at least we still had Toys R Us you, Dude you had the backup You had Toys R Us yeah. still there Yes yeah. Yes Nothing yeah, comes and, close. And I'm, I'm not, absolutely not. I say I'm out. Okay. All right, my turn. So, <laughs> you know, in, in Nevada, you know, we had a KB toy stores in the mall, which was basically the size of a Starbucks. Yeah. We had the, you know, Toys R Us, which was basically the size of the mall. The mall, yes. So Toys R Us. Yeah. So Toys R Us for me was a much bigger <sighs> hit because yeah. I mean, I went to Reno last week. I think, oh, cool, I'll get here, here, and Toys R Us. I'm like, Oh fuck! I can't. God damn, yeah. So Toys yeah. R Us for me was def- definitely a bigger. Hit. That was one. Okay. See, like I, I remember too. Like you said, we had, we had KB in the mall, but we also had the KB outlet, um, by Great Adventure. That was like, yeah, that was like a bigger, a bigger one. But I was also in, I was also in the Toys R Us in Times Square, dude. That was like. Four, that was amazing. Four, three or four stories, bro. They had elevators and dude, they oh. there was a Lego floor. Dude, oh my yep. god, it was it was amazing. Yes, dude. The last time I went in there before they closed, they had vintage '70s Star Wars toys and boxes and like these big clear standalone podium displays. Wow. 
so like you could walk up again and like put your fingers and face up against the glass like I did like oh my god look at the walker <laughs> ah, right look at that yeah. at yeah. oh my god yeah 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 there was also um the town I grew up in um there was like a little like five and dime shop like a mom and pop and they closed and I always remembered they closed and I, I, one of them died one of the one of the owners died the husband or wife but the other one left it and it everything was still inside it really? it still had all the old comic books and toys wow. in it and dude I always wanted to just oh. break in it and yeah. just just take everything like even back then yeah, yeah, yeah. that was like in yep. the 80s and like it was like oh my god that's a toy store and like everything's <laughs> in there like fuck I wish I had a DeLorean how do you just abandon all your merchandise like that right oh, dude man. and at Jeez. some point it was like you know that stuff's gotta be from the sun and like yeah all that stuff but yeah dude like I don't I don't know whatever happened to it whatever happened to that story I don't know (laughs) I keep trying to know you're talking and I stop you stop yeah so basically (laughs) take that feeling and then that is me and Will's lives right now yeah that's how we fucking live basically we are stuck in the freaking 80s I yeah I don't think you could get get off of it one more thing have your kids ever Have your kids ever gotten into your collection? Because mine have, and it, it was it was it made me sad. Oh. <laughs> uh, okay. No, no. Oh, you're doing the right thing. No. Yes. <laughs> I fell asleep no, once, and I, oh, okay. No, good, 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 good. I took a nap once, and my kids opened some Transformers that were imports and some G1s, and yeah. (laughs) It was not good to wake up to, guys. Yeah. (laughs) No, No, I've got two sons. I've got a 15-year-old and a 10-year-old, and they both know my toys and dad's toys. They they understand the difference. (laughs) Yeah, mine weren't, weren't old enough yet. They were like around two. Oh man! Oh, yeah, no. you can't. Two or yeah. three, yeah. And it wasn't even like I took the nap on purpose. Like I had the flu. I had the flu <laughs> oh, and no. just just fell asleep oh. for a few minutes on the couch, and I woke up to like transformer parts all over the place, oh, no. guys. No. <laughs> <laughs> Rich packaging. No. Oh yes. <laughs> I said my 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 young youngest is ten now. When he was three you know, got a, you know, a brand new Transformer, a Star Wars toy. It, it, it was something he got and he went and put on, on, on his dresser in his room. Okay. And like, are you going to open it? He's like, well, no, I can't. Like, no, you can. I don't. He's like, <laughs> he oh, knew from okay. you. So yeah. He, you know, yeah. So he sipped the Kool-Aid very, very early. In <laughs> so no, he very, very much understood Dude, yeah, my toys versus his toys. Don't Dude, you wish? He's your kid. He has no choice. So you wish you had those toys still in the box? Oh, like, oh my god! Remember your <laughs> right. kid? Yeah. Exactly. Yes. So no, but I have had literal nightmares, not dreams, but nightmares <laughs> when I walked into my toy room because I have a room in my house that is just my toys, it's shelves and everything else. It's oh, just toys. Yes. That my kids are covered in open bubbles and blister packs and everything else. Where like, look, Dad, you know. So I, I mean, I've had nightmares where I woke up in a, in a, in a, you know, in a cold sweat. Think about that. So, yeah. It's <laughs> true. So, so yes. Yeah, so it's never happened, but I've had nightmares about it. Wow. Thank you, guys. Thank you so much. It's been amazing talking to you guys. 
Absolutely. Well, cool. thanks for asking this. I mean, I mean, you know, I guess we have to like, you know, talk about toys and nerd them and everything else. We're yeah. absolutely, you know, you know, definitely, you know, reach out to you guys. But you know, you reach out to us, and that was awesome. So thank <laughs> yeah. you. No problem, man. Have a good one, guys. Thanks, guys. You too. You too, Take man. Care. All right, see you guys. Later. Guys. Google Maps for God's sake. Google Maps. <laughs> I will. I will Google. Is it is it mask M A S K? That's yes. the right mask. With yes. periods. With periods. Yeah. Okay. M period, A period, S period, K period. What is armored strike command? Okay. There's was... a movie coming out for God's sake. Oh really? Yeah, get in front of that shit. All right. I will. <laughs> All right. Later, guys. Love you guys. See you guys. See you. Uh, see you guys. Thank you. <laughs> that was great that, that was, was great. awesome all right we'll see you guys uh next week thanks for listening and you can catch us every wednesday six o'clock till uh 9 30 something Booyah. yeah i can't remember Booyah. the Booyah. oh wait somebody oh. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see ya we love ya good night okay have a crappy weekend hope your house burns down this has been a fat moles radio production to hear more shows like this go to soundcloud.com slash fat moles radio hush your face is coming straight to your ears a podcast network that's changing gears bringing fresh funky pods with a fresh funky beat a family of pods that are bringing the heat there ain't no stopping us keep coming back to us sick ass pods that'll make you hush www hush your face www hush your face www hush your face.com